Welcome to the Salt Report Podcast, where three of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt about video games, cosplay, movies, comics, and all things nerdy. I'm Jake Leinhardt, and I'm here with Kay. Hi. And Jesse. Hello. And I finally returned from the war. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Back, He's back. again. That's right. From saltier. Yeah. Oh, you went, you went there, and I was like, guess who's back? <laughs> I did both, to be honest. <laughs> But yeah, it's great to be back. It's like, man, like, it felt like all kinds of stuff was happening in my life and then everyone else's life. And it's like, let's just take a week off and regroup. <laughs> For a while there, it seemed like the universe itself was conspiring against the Salt Report. But <laughs> yeah. we're back. We're back. We're back. The anime yeah. titty gods were upset, but now <laughs> we've returned. Right. Bowsette has this. brought us back with her titties. <laughs> <Bowsette>. <laughs> I've seen Bowsette's titties quite a bit. And then someone she was like, that. Lesbians, can you stop drawing Bowsette's titties? <laughs> because you're you're in you're like making feminism bad, I guess. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I haven't what? even drawn Bowsette's titties, but now you've guaranteed <laughs> that I will draw Bowsette's titties. Because fuck that. They're like, <laughs> you're setting women back, lesbians, by drawing Bowsette's oh, yeah. titties. It's our fault. It's not, you know. <laughs> that makes no whatever. sense to me. And I'm just <laughs> like, like, what? Listen, you want to take the fun out of my life? What little fun I have left in my fucking existence by no, telling fuck, me, uh, a lesbian, that I cannot enjoy Bowsette's titties? <laughs> Uh, that's ridiculous. All day today, I've been like, I know if I like something on Twitter, everybody's gonna see this. And I'm like, damn right, I want you to see this. Like, Bowsette. <laughs> Bowsette. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, now they're making them out of, like, the ghost in Mario? Like. There's yeah, a can't picture wait of Brian Deckard, uh, playing, um, Detroit Become Human, and he's, he's the guy who's face cap and, like, actor who played, uh, Connor, and then, like, on okay. the TV is Connor, and so he's smiling at the camera, right? And then someone, <laughs> like, took Connor off of there and put Bowsette, and it was, like, tw- my Twitter timeline, and then over him it was, like, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm like this is dope. Like even like the cosplayers are like I'm doing it, and then um, I think it was an Alley Cat cosplay. Like she did a dope one like overnight, and I'm people, like, damn, couple people. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they were ready. The funny one with her is like they did that meme where it's like the one with Magneto or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that one. Where it's like, I like the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no. Yeah, the perfect. But yeah, they did it where like they had that, then they had the Bowsette. And then they put her face over the Bowser. <laughs> and then it's like that weird moment when you find out that you've become your husbando and your waifu at the same time. <laughs> That's <laughs> that true, great. true discovery right there. <laughs> That's the ultimate goal is to be your husbando and your waifu. And your waifu. <laughs> <laughs> you finally achieved like peak humanity for uh for halloween i want to my friends and i are doing over the garden wall but i kind of want a separate costume where i'm just steve from um stranger things <laughs> like with i don't nice. i need like some kind of knockoff members only jacket and a white <laughs> t-shirt and jeans and i i have to stare at this mullet wig all the time at work 
And so I was like, <laughs> and like, we have nice a bat. Way. We sell a baseball bat that has like barbed wire and like, like I'm nails in it. Vegan. Yeah. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that's, he also has a bat that's filled with like barbed wire and nails and shit that they put in it when they decide that they're, when the children, the older children decide they're going to fight monsters. So I was like, <laughs> this would be a fun cosplay, costume, cosplay. It's a cosplay now. Everything's cosplay. Because, like, instead of just being lazy about it, I'm like, where can I find a members-only jacket for very cheap? (laughs) One time, my ex-roommate... I'm sorry. It just filled with sudden rage. Um, We were at the the bins, like, the basically the Goodwill outlet, and they found a members-only jacket for like Oof. and they paid a penny for it like yeah something ridiculous yeah it was like ridiculous and like even like the like the vintage used ones now are like hundreds of dollars and i'm like i would yeah. like to call the police <laughs> and report a crime right <laughs> oh speaking of my work the the yeah. my job brought us a sponsor in our hearts which k is so lovingly titled the one Grinch mask to rule them all. So one of my jobs is dealing with masks since I work at a Halloween store that shall not be named and (laughs) to protect the innocent. And the innocent is me. I'm the innocent. Um, And I was putting away masks and, you know, we have the, like, skeleton masks and the pumpkin masks and the ones where it's like they slit their face and it's eyeballs. I, I don't fucking know. And then I pull out this fuzzy one, and I was like, this is either going to be one of those furry masks that I hate, or it's going to be something great. And it was green, and I was like, this better be the Grinch. And I pull it out, and it is, in fact, the Grinch. But much like the furry masks that we sell, it has, like, a jaw that attaches to your jaw, so when you open your mouth, it opens too. It's truly horrifying, and I love it. And it's like a full face mask. Like, it goes over your... Like, it has a back, too. Like, it goes... It's a whole thing, right? And I really want it, but I also don't want it, because I hate masks. But uh, we only have one. We have no other ones. That's the weird thing about working at this store that she'll go unnamed, is that at the end of the season, they just throw everything back into a box and then ship it back to the headquarters. And so, like... I found shit that's been in there, like this Catwoman, like costume accessory thing from Batman the Animated Series. Oh wow! Yeah, and it, it looks like it was made in 1994. In which case, it's as old as I am, and <laughs> and like it's all faded. Like the box was once in bright colors, but like oh, now it's faded and like sort of like the box is just like seen it all and we only have two of them and I'm like why do we have these there's no place to put them and they're not on any of the floor plans and my boss is like just do something with them I think they just went into the back room but like I feel like that Grinch mask has just been recycled for years and years and years and now it is time it's just outside of time (laughs) yeah with those weird uh, fucking Catwoman accessories from Batman, is this Jim Carrey Grinch or animated movie Grinch? It's animated movie Grinch, unfortunately. I do love the animated <laughs> no. movie Grinch, but there's something about Jim Carrey Grinch. Um, and then, you know, this year, 
we're going to be yeah. graced with Benedict Cumberbatch as Scrooge. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I yeah, narrated by uh, what's his name, Pharrell. Pharrell. <laughs> yeah. Really? I feel like Pharrell is like I'm tired of making all these like songs for your animated movies kind of get a job and they're like you can narrate the grinch i'm sorry but that combo is so fucking weird like it was already weird that they were like because he's gonna do a song let's hire benedict cumberbatch to play the grinch but then it (laughs) got even weirder because pharrell is also doing the music for it i mean there's also going to be narrating it wait he's also doing the music for it but he probably will be doing the music no but you cannot run google google help us out here you cannot beat the Um, absolute banger that is the the like soundtrack to where are you christmas how can I find? Why can't I find you? He's gonna do like a trap version of the like the end song, the like Who Feel Christmas? Who Feel Christmas? Yeah, and the just these boombastic drums in the background. And God, what is that actress's name? She's a singer now. She was the Cindy Lou Who. Hold on. It doesn't look like Pharrell is doing music for this movie. He's just in it. Oh no! He's just like no music. I want to narrate. Composer Danny Elfman has written the film's score, and Tyler the Creator and Elfman. Tyler the Creator collaborated on a reimagined version of the classic Grinch theme. You're a mean one. You're a mean one. So, uh, look forward to that. I guess. Okay, Taylor Momsen. Tyler the Creator is going to rap over. Okay. Yo, you and me, one, Mr. Grinch. Uh, uh. <laughs> that gonna work. All right. Keenan Thompson's in it. Rashida Jones is in it. I was just trying to. Re- I was just like, what was that little girl's name? But her name, her name was Taylor Momsen, and she's in the Pretty Reckless now. That who was in? Who was the little girl? She was Cindy Lou Who in the first. Oh. In that Grinch movie, the two thousand one. Yeah, yes. that that movie speaks to my soul, by the way, because there's like definitely a part where he's like going over his schedule and he's like two thirty, bask in self loathing. <laughs> I love it. He's like that's dinner wild. with myself. I can't cancel that again. And I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking me. <laughs> yeah. You know what's wild is my best friend's aunt works for Universal and actually helped make that cringe suit apparently that thing was a complete fucking nightmare to wear like like jim carrey has talked about how it like it gave him anxiety attacks yeah <laughs> yeah she was one of the people that put it on him so like oh that's wild to me listen that movie is yeah. at, when i was a kid i was like this is terrible which this should happened in the opposite but as i became older somehow that movie became more endeared to me and I don't understand. I'm not going to try and tell anyone that it's good. No, absolutely it. not. It's it's like it's definitely a garbage film, but I definitely have a good time when I'm watching it. And I think it's because even though I love Christmas, I relate to the Grinch because I too have horrifying depression and like self esteem issues that I manifest through grumpiness. I don't live on top of a mountain yet, mostly because that means I have to climb up the top of a mountain. Um. One of the things I find interesting about that movie is that they just found that dog in, like, a shelter. Like, 
they 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 were like, we need a dog to play Max. And yeah, it was it wasn't like specially trained. It no. was just like a dog. They were like, oh, that dog looks a lot like Max. Dog time. But I think the dog, you know, this is a really weird conversation. But like, the dog did a really good job for just being a pound dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is a weird uh, thing to talk about, but uh, yeah, sorry everyone who came here to listen to a nerd podcast, and I'm over here like... <laughs> Talking about the dog. The dog stole the show. The dog stole the show. Like, move over, Jim Carrey. I'm so over Jim Carrey. It was wild. I watched this thing today that was all like, he's trying to tell us the truth from the stage, and it's just like all these weird freakout oh moments from Jim Carrey. I was like, he's just a weird wow, I really, man. He's so weird now. <laughs> he's weird, there was like a sad, video where he's like hitting, man. he's like hitting on Emma Stone, and it was like the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Where he's like, Emma Stone, I just want to tell you that you're beautiful, uh, beyond beautiful, inside and out. And if I was a younger man, I would marry you. And we'd have <laughs> she's like, hello, face kids. And I'm like, oh my god, stop! I can't watch this anymore. I'm freaking. I'm not even Emma Stone. And I'm like, no, cancel Jim Carrey. This is creepy. <laughs> like, that is creepy. Imagine, like, look. If I was younger, we would be married. I'm like, oh. Uh, and she's like, no. I think like, I should have something to say about that. <laughs> she's like, fat chance. Yeah, it wasn't even like if I was younger, I'd, I'd you know, be crushing on you, or I'd be like, you know, trying to flirt. No, no, just straight up. If I was younger, we'd be weird. married. It, yeah, it would still be weird, but like he straight was up, like married. we'd be married he with chubby. Fr- oh my god! Uh, I yeah, d- the homeboy is wild. He's married. <laughs> he was at least. I think he might have got divorced. I think he was married to Jenny McCarthy at one point, wasn't he? I'm so yeah. confused. Yeah, I'm it's it's wild. And sad and like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm just like you. Fear. I don't know. It's wild. Okay. Yeah. I guess. I guess they are divorced. But yeah, he was recently married to Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess he just decided. Oh well, I'm not married anymore. So time to hit on Emma Stone. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or was he still married yeah. when he hit on Emma Stone, and that's why he's divorced? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just wild. I'm like, why did I watch this video? Yeah, so I guess should we move on to pre-salt? Yeah, now that that tangent's over. (laughs) We went places. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah, so moving on to pre-salt. Um, I finally, it's like all Netflix practically. I finally watched Black Panther, because Netflix, thank you. And, um, yeah, that movie, it's super glorious. Like, um, have you watched it yet, Kay? I haven't. My mom was watching it the other day, though. I should probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I don't want to, like. My mom watched it before I did. <laughs> I, was, I don't want to, like, spoil too much. But... I was just up in the theater crying times that I well that's i was literally just about to say that because like yeah there's um there's a scene uh i'm pretty sure it's in the the trailers where they're like at the waterfall and all that stuff yeah but and it's not really that spoilerly but there's like a moment leading up to it where they're all like singing songs and kind of like on a little boat thingy leading up to it and like i look over and my wife is in tears and i'm like yo what's going on and she's like it's like this is just so powerful and it's my first thought was like, how come so many people were so mad that like 
black people were excited about this and wanting to dress up the way everyone else dresses up for movies and because i feel uncomfortable when we are not about me yeah exactly but like she was like you know overwhelmed with like this emotion of like how beautiful that moment was and like how like i'm like man like this is so beautiful and powerful and how angry and mad people were you know about yeah exactly like because it's not about me um yeah and then um towards the end there's an like a well at the end there's this like really kind of cool scene uh in oakland and like um all i can think i mean i guess is that uh when she's like when Shuri's like i thought we were going to disneyland basically (laughs) when you said we were going to california and i was like excuse you you gotta sit here and talk shit about oakland (laughs) but yeah like so there's that that scene and like um yeah there's i I guess it's not i mean we figure like black panther is gonna save the day so i guess that's not a spoiler but like yeah there's a moment where one of the kids in oakland looks up to him they're like who are you and like you can see that moment where it's like ah a kid identifying what a hero is and, and being inspired by that hero and then i got overwhelmed thinking like this is what everybody's been asking for like that moment where it's like where's our hero representation matters and then i started getting all welled up like don't look at me wife yeah and then like we're like she like she even said she's like wow man this movie was so good and then i'm like i can't really talk right now i'm gonna start crying like, <laughs> then, like so then i collected my cool and i told her like yeah like that moment like it makes sense it's like us when we see that one hero and you're like, yo, this this is my hero. This is the person. I don't like, want to spoil it for Kay, but or anybody else listening. But all I will say, Jake is, um, Killmonger and his dad. Like, oh yeah, I was bawling, yeah. and I was like, goodbye, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was such a good bad guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's good. You gotta watch yeah. it. Kay. <laughs> I know. I think it's on heard like that one line out of context the whole like bury me at sea or whatever line oh Oh, yeah (laughs) it's so good (laughs) yeah that that whole movie is so yeah you know what i really liked about it was actually even how oakland um homeboy was like yeah there was like like this is who i am and so it's like i'm intelligent i'm i'm a killer i'm a bad guy i know what i'm doing and it's just like I'm Oakland the whole time, like that, like the whole scene where they're in a museum. I think that's in the like trailer as well. You mean where he's dressed um, like, like that the whole scene? Ultimate villain, like... your college boyfriend. That's <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. And exactly. this girl's like where he's like, dressed like the ultimate villain, your college boyfriend. Your college boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. It's it's yeah. It's a phenomenal movie, and I'm like yeah. This is this is exactly like. I don't know, like, the whole, like, feeling, like... Because I was even feeling, like, stagnant and, like, stale with the, like, Marvel movies. Like, they're good, but, like, it just felt yeah. like, eh. And then this one hit, and I'm, like... Like, kind of, like, the pivot back into, like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is different. This is fun. I think one of the things I was recently actually thinking about with that film, because I was thinking about superhero fatigue. Um, and one of the reasons I, th- I don't think Black Panther su- suffered from that was partially because it was a movie that was long awaited for a whole community of people, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. also every single person who was working on it was enthused and, and more than enthused. Like this was their, this was like a chance 
to do something that they really believed in for a major audience. Like, right. Um, I was definitely watching interv- I was watching interviews with the costume designer, um, or one of them, and she was going through like how she designed each costume for each like. Um, so Wakanda has like, well, Wakanda's one nation. There's like sub nations, I guess. You know, like how, like, tribes, I guess. Yeah, like the yeah. tribes, yeah. And they all have their own leader, and they all have their own like subculture within like the Wakanda culture. Yeah, that and was how, really cool. Yeah, she based them each off of elements of actual different peoples in um, different countries in Africa and different groups, mm-hmm. and like. Some of the stuff um, she got from places, some of the stuff she made. Um, I know that the queen, her, she, when um, T'Challa first gets off the plane and he sees her, and you know how she's wearing that, like, white um, headpiece and then, like, the shoulder piece? That was 3D printed. Um, No way! Yeah. So there was lots of super interesting, like, mixtures of one of the things she wanted to do is, like, keep a lot of tradition, but then also like bring it into the future because the whole thing about Wakanda is it's like this theoretic place, theoretical place where it was like this culture was allowed to grow without the like influence of colonization. So their modernization came from a place that was very based in their own traditions, which I think was really interesting on, um, on just like her level. Um, I remember there's a really good interview with the director um, where he also like breaks down the fight scene in, um, you know, when they go to that uh, underground club in South Korea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, the one from the like Vanity Fair or something yeah, like that. The one from yeah. the trailer where, um, where the uh, Okoye like throws her wig on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Um, so, he like breaks down that scene and if y'all who are um, listening haven't seen him break down that scene you really should because there's a lot yeah, going yeah. on um like how the um t'challa and then okoye and nakia are all wearing um the three colors of the pan-african flag um and then you'll see oh god what's his name dude who was singing baby don't hurt me oh, <laughs> no more schmeagol schmeagol <laughs> yeah andy um, andy circus andy circus yeah, yeah he's wearing uh blue because it's the color of colonialism which was super interesting like every single thing in that shot had yeah and, and then it was like a single shot too like yeah uncut. so coming and up from like the, the floor yeah, so Yo, they, that like, was wild. Yeah. Yeah, they like <laughs> built that rig where like the camera went up on a rig and then a dude who was behind a pillar caught the camera yeah. and finished the shot. And I was just like, the anxiety that I would feel if I was the dude right. watching the camera. <laughs> I'm like I can only imagine that meeting, Ryan Kugler like, Alright, look, Phil, you're gonna catch the thousand dollar camera. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Ryan, well, I'm catching what? Yeah, we're gonna zip line more than that, yeah, that like probably more than a thousand dollars. Hundred thousand dollars. Probably yeah, a yeah. five digit, like yeah, yeah. Five five six digit, digit camera. camera. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like listen, listen, Phil. Kevin Feige is gonna be really upset if you don't catch this camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was Mickey it was Mouse amazing. is gonna be pissed. Catch it. Mickey Mouse is gonna come and kick the shit out of you, Phil. If you don't yeah. catch this camera. Catch it, Phil. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. that shot was freaking gorgeous. Like just the way the whole thing is orchestrated. Like, yeah. 
And then, like, as I've talked about before, the soundtrack is just fucking amazing. Oh, God, yeah. If you guys haven't listened to the soundtrack, you have to hit that up. Um, I know that one of the groups is even, like, super Bay Area local. Like, they went to my friend's high school, so... Uh, that's pretty damn cool um but also just like anything kendrick touches seems to turn to gold so yeah exactly (laughs) Um, but i think like so much heart went into it and you feel it when you watch it because you're like this is a a movie made for mainstream audiences and it's like a it's a blockbuster film but there's so much heart and like honesty and like honest to god just work you know but like heartfelt work that went into it and when you watch it you feel it and so i think that's one of the things that film had um that made it like way less exhausting than some of the other like superhero movie films that we've seen lately yeah so like yeah it's it's definitely on netflix now so it's if you're listening and you haven't watched it like do yourself a favor and like set the evening aside and, and just enjoy it. Cause it's a it like, yeah, it like re like jazz me up again. Cause I was like, I was, I wanted to go out to the theaters to watch it as just, you know, busy or whatever. But like, I didn't really want to go watch the new Avengers movie. Like I'm like, eh, like it looks cool, but I'm not excited about it. Yeah. You're better off watching black Panther. I haven't even watched black Panther, but like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw Black Panther twice, I think. I saw it um, when it came out, the day it came out, and then I saw it later with my family because my family wanted to go, but I'm the Marvel aficionado, so when they have a bunch of questions, <laughs> they're like, Jesse! And I'm like, oh my god, we're in a theater full of people! Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was me, but luckily my parents decided to watch Thor Ragnarok at home, um, so I was, <laughs> I was there for them. Um, but... Yeah, I saw Infinity War twice, too, but that wasn't out of love. That was out of, um, my friend wanted to go see it again, and I was still sad from the first time I saw it, and I thought somehow maybe it would desensitize me. (laughs) And the only reason I was sad is because of Loki, and that's it. (laughs) Actually, I take that back, because after I watched Spider-Man Homecoming, I cried in retrospect about, (laughs) I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And I'm like, oh, yeah. first of all, how dare you? Not because I'm like, oh, he's dead for good. He's Spoilers, definitely not dead. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's definitely not dead but for But you might good. be happy about the, the Loki news. Did you hear they're going to do? Yeah. I, yeah I, I heard that it wasn't like official news yet. Oh, was it? Okay. I don't know. What is this? I didn't hear it. Um, oh, I guess Marvel's having their own like streaming service now. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And they're going to well, do Disney. like. Disney, yeah. And then, like, yeah, so I guess they're going to, like, you know, bring all their movies there. But they're going to do Marvel shows that are, like, I guess, up to par with, like, movie standards. And so they're going to do, like, a Scarlet Witch show and the Loki show, I guess. And they they said they're actually getting Tom Hiddleston and, um, what's your name from? Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen, yeah. I, yeah. So, like, the, apparently would... they're... If you yeah. if they kill we'll Loki, I don't know, and fingers bring crossed. Him back, but... Can I play Loki? 
I would like to I would like to play um Reborn Loki, please. Uh so get on that young Avengers and um sign me up. You just put my name on the dotted line for um young Loki and they're gonna be like, Well, you know, he and I'm gonna be like, actually they and I am they. Like, okay, maybe I'll just play the femme Loki if you really got a problem with it, but like come on. <laughs> Let me play Loki 2K19. <laughs> Since this year's almost over. 2K19, yeah. let Jesse play Loki. I have green eyes. <laughs> That's my selling point. And then if they're like, you need to do a British accent, bruh, I will learn a British accent. <laughs> You've got fucking nice. Tom Holland over here pretending to be American and whatever the fuck it was that Benedict Cumberbatch did in um, like Doctor Strange. And I think that I can pretend to be British. The Doctor House impression. Yes. Yeah, Doctor House. <laughs> like if also you're gonna, British. If you're like gonna a British dude pretending to be a British dude pretending to be a British <laughs> dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're gonna have all these British people play Americans, you can sign me the fuck up for playing a British dude. <laughs> <laughs> a novel by Jesse. By Jesse. Um, yeah, so so Black Panther was dope. Um, and then the other thing was uh, The Dragon Prince that's also out on Netflix. Um, it's really, really good. It's definitely got like the Last Airbender vibes to it, um, especially since one of the voices is Sokka. Um, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, he's pretty much like a more... More like a book three Sokka, <laughs> kind of like more mature, but like still has his goofy moments. Um, and it's just like really clever and fun. Like the first couple episodes are a little slow, but then it picks up and it just, it just has really cool, um, like a mythology to it. There's like moon elves and sun elves and dragons and the diversity is actually really, really cool. Like, okay, um, side note, you know that, that one, the, the one dad elf guy. The dad elf, the elf dad, the like, the, <laughs> the elf daddy. Before, yeah, okay, bro. My dash has been filled with him, and oh, I'm just yeah. like, but and then someone was just like, "What business does this man have being so pretty?" And I'm like, yeah. "You right? Like, I I understand from a like abstract level that this is a very beautiful man." Um, also the, the king dude with the dreads and yeah, yeah, people be thirsty over him too. I'm like, y'all just, you arrived and you were like, I'm going to collect some daddies and I'm like, are y'all okay? (laughs) Everybody's everybody's thirsty for the dads in the show. Well, thank God. Cause I'm pretty sure they're the only people of age on that goddamn show. So yeah, everyone else is pretty young. I think even like the girl elf is like maybe 16. Yeah, so, Something like, like if you're going to be thirsty for anyone, be thirsty for the daddies, I guess. <laughs> for the dad. But, yo, yes. no, there's some, like, there's some, um, the moms and aunties to be thirsty over. The moms and aunties to be thirsty. There's no joke. They're, like, I'm telling you, if y'all watch this, the first thing y'all going to do is DM, like, let's talk about the aunt. <laughs> because she's, like, um, she's badass, kind of like Toph's daughter was. I forget what Toph's daughter was in Korra. Oh but like, yeah, the, the that kind of bender lady. Yeah, like yeah. that badass. But then she, um, she does ASL, so it's like mm. she has, she has. Oh, was like that a, the lady who kicked down the door? Yes. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, I was oh. like, I have a favorite character. Boom, third episode. Yeah, I haven't even watched the show, and I was like, I have a crush on her. Yeah, Ooh, she's like, I'm just. She's like, I don't like knocking, and then just kicks down the door. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's God. like, it's it's really good. Like, um, and then there's like a moment where there's like some ASL like secret, and like it didn't like subtitle it, and then so I have a friend that does it. And I'm like. I'm gonna email him real quick. <laughs> what is like, this please watch. Yeah, I was like, please watch it. He hasn't got back to me because he hasn't watched it yet. But <laughs> I was like, I need to know what is Auntie saying. But um, yeah, no, it's it's really fun. It has like all those like Avatar feelings and quirkiness that like you know if you like the air- Airbender, you'll you'll enjoy this. And then another thing that's on Netflix is um, Kim's Convenience, which is like it's it's such a charming little show like <laughs> it's this uh, canadian show uh about like a korean family that owns a convenience store and uh, it's super hilarious and um i don't know if all immigrant families are kind of the same but like i'm like i'm you know from mexican immigrants and i'm like this is pretty similar <laughs> to like the way like the parents act and and speak and different stuff like that so it's it's really like charming and funny um apparently it was a play that like i guess the creator did back when he was in university um and the play kind of like really took off and then they were like hey we want to turn this into a tv show and so it's like kind of like the little little play slash show that could i guess and um (laughs) It's just like, yeah, it's just really funny and, and charming and kind of like a cool look into like the Korean lifestyle. Like, I don't know how many people are friends with Koreans or, um, but then like even just the immigrant life, like being like, you know, a son of an immigrant, like, I'm like, this is like really familiar to me, even though they're Korean and my mom's Mexican, like I could relate to it. And then I think even if you're not, like you can, it'll still find it funny. <laughs> like it's just wild how like, Kind of like even like some of the stereotypes that like the dad has um, is funny or like, I don't know, like they use it in a way to point out things or learn stuff from stereotypes that like, oh, maybe we shouldn't do this. So um, I think two seasons are out already on Netflix and like we just enjoyed it. Like it was so good. Um, and then just real quick, just because I'm talking about charming shows, um, there's this new cartoon called Hilda on netflix too it's like a seven it says like y7 but um it it's like spirited away but like where spirited away can kind of scare kids uh this was like super cute um there's like a deer fox that's adorable and water spirits and uh, maras and it's watch that too and then um i had like that miss a lot so um my next thing is uh my hero academia i got to like nine episodes um, I guess I have more insult about my hero academia, <laughs> but, uh, there's stuff I liked. It was good. Nine episodes. I can't wait to watch more. I keep on doing How other stuff. How long is that, um, each season for that one? Um, I'm not you sure. Know, no, not off the top of my head, no, but, ah. um, yeah, I'm only like nine episodes. I'm still like, they're training by nine episodes, so, um, and they've only done... They did like a pop quiz test, which is pretty much to introduce another. I think it's like twenty something episodes a season. A season, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. That sounds and about right. Only, it's n- it's not that bad because uh, my friend and I binged a season. I I I'm not proud. 
Um, and, then I just, <laughs> and then I like just gave up and started reading the manga because that's how I am as a human being. Uh, but yeah, it's you can you can definitely sit down. I do recommend the anime too because I like the animation. Um, but uh, I definitely if. Like, I definitely, like, sat down, binged the first season, and then read the manga. So, <laughs> I have no idea how long the second season is, but I assume it's, like, around the same as the first season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the nine episodes I've seen so far, um, I've liked, but I do have salt. <laughs> so, stay tuned. And then lastly, just so I can finally stop talking, um, I got Grand Theft Auto Five because my, like was like replaying it again and then i like had this really cool montage video that she sent with like some like eve rough rider hip-hop from like back in the day and like so she like made this like i don't know super cut of her like murdering drug dealers and i was like this is pretty dope and then like it was on sale so i was like screw it like i'll get it um and then my excuse was like if i play it now it'll like get me ready for red dead revolver because it's like or Red Dead Redemption, um, cause it's, you know, Rockstar game. And, um, yeah, so like, we started a, a gang. What's the gang? What are they called? Cruise, not a gang. So, so like, she's like, what should I call it? Do you bang, like, Jake? <laughs> I know, right? Do you bang? You know, the cops coming after us. That haunts me. <laughs> Do you bang? I can't um, sleep at night because of that video. <laughs> Do you bang? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so it's like the anime city car or something like that. I forget what we called it. But, um, yeah, so, like, she, like, set it all up, and so now we're a crew. So I guess if you if you want to reinstall Grand Theft Auto, if you have it, um, you can come join our crew. Richard said he did, but he's been busy, so I haven't really got to talk to him about joining the crew. But, and yeah, he's we've... been sick. He's a poor... Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's a poor boy. No, Buffy loves him. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We yeah, love we you, Richard. Love you. Even though but. every time I like think about Richard's name, all I can think about, and I, I quote this at him all the time, um, is that vine where the dude throws the frisbee and it goes into traffic, and they're like, "What, what the, the fuck, fuck Richard?" He sent me a bunch of cute pictures of his bunny the other day, and I really appreciated it. Yeah, he sent me a video of his bunny today, too, yeah. and I was just like, man, work sucks, but this bunny is adorable. No. I didn't get any pictures of bunnies, but all right, I see how it is, Richard. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to send, like, 50 pictures. I'm like, I didn't need 50. I just needed one good one. Um, but, yeah, like, so we've been we've been doing crimes and stuff, so... Uh, <laughs> We've been doing crimes. Yeah, me and I have been doing what crimes. Doing GTA? We've been stealing meth and then selling it. Uh, you know what I, mean? I haven't played GTA since the PlayStation 2, and I want Same. you to know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't remember last time. I played time it at my friend's house. My mom wouldn't let me have it. Yeah, I and then when I got older to buy it myself, house. I didn't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, I don't know. I was, like, looking up YouTube videos on different stuff, and it's like... It's like weird community of people that play Grand Theft Auto, because it's like there's a video for you know beginners, you know, like you know, like the whole YouTube, like, hey everybody, welcome to my YouTube channel, like and subscribe, hit that like button or whatever, smash it, <laughs> smash that <laughs> smash like that button, like button, yeah, hit the bell for notifications. Yeah, if we can get the fifteen thousand likes, I'll show you how to do like you know some crazy hack or something on Grand Theft Auto. If we can get to 15,000 likes, I'll shove this entire bag of jelly beans up my asshole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always think of that Tumblr post. It's like, date a YouTuber werewolf. Date a like and subscribe. 
Yeah, so it's just oh like, but then like they're all like, if you're new to this, I don't, you know, like it's a four year old game, but like, okay, I guess you're new to this. Let me tell you what to do. I'm like, why are you guys such like jerks about like? Why are you so s- passive aggressive? Yeah, this, like, sir? sorry, I didn't play this four years ago, but they're still making content, so like, why wouldn't we want to come to it or whatever? But like, yeah, like just it's four year old game, but people are still playing it. So if you're a beginner. And it's all about like making money. And it's like before you do anything, make money, make money, get a job. And I'm like, this is, I don't want to play this game because I want to get a job. I want to play this game because I want to kill people and freaking look cute in my new outfits that I keep on going to. And they're like, um, one of the biggest mistakes that new people make is like tricking out your cars and buying all kinds of outfits. They're like, get a job first and then you'll make money and you can buy all that stuff. Oh my God. I don't have time for this. (laughs) That's why I was becoming a criminal. Exactly. Is that the point I'm of a- GTA to be a criminal? Exactly. I don't have to. I have a real life job. I'm not getting a yeah. fake digital job so that I can go fucking get money. <laughs> no, like, no. What, no. What are you talking about? I'm like, no. I want to buy the high heels. I want to buy these hipster glasses, and I want to drive a pink motorcycle. Get off my back. I want a job. So, uh, it's just it's just ridiculous, but. Um, I've been having fun, and then um, me and my did some crimes, so that's always fun. And that's my pre-salt. All right, I have a considerably lamer pre-salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I finally finished the A Realm Reborn storyline. Hey. I was like, I like logged in on Friday and told my t- typed into my link shell chat. I'm like, my goal this weekend is to touch Heaven's Word. <laughs> I want to get to the Heaven's Word content, and they're like, I'll pray for you. And that's what I did. I finally, there's a, I'll talk about this later, but there are a lot of quests in between the end of A Realm Reborn and the beginning of Heaven's Ward because, and they're still doing this, basically like they released a bunch of patches in between that continued the story so that people wouldn't get bored and stop playing before the new expansion came out. But now if you're trying to catch up, it's hell. Yeah. Um, so, but I finally, I escaped. I escaped. Escaped. <laughs> And I celebrated by doing literally anything other than a main story quest. Um, I started an archer and leveled that up to 15, and I started an arcanist and I leveled that up to 20, and I did a bunch of side quests, and I did some leveling roulette with my um, Link Shell buddies. Um, at one point, my they, like one was like, does anybody want to do leveling roulette? And I was like, yeah, whatever, I could do that. And she's like, cool. And we log in, and she's like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, oh, fuck. It's Orem Vale. <laughs> and, which is, like, a, just a horrible dungeon. That was the one, I talked about this, like, weeks and weeks ago. It's the one where I got that really salty healer oh, yeah. that was like, why aren't you playing this game exactly to my specifications? <laughs> um, going to talk about that later, too. Um, but I just, it wasn't as big of a disaster as it could have been, but it was definitely a time um and like more more on final fantasy 14 later i i mostly i've been taking a break from sewing this week because i kind of jumped straight into my next project and then i was like i if i look at if i even look at this thing anymore i'm gonna throw it across the room and so and it not it wasn't even like i mean a couple things went wrong with it but it wasn't even that bad i'm just like i don't want to fucking look at my sewing machine right now i don't know what happened but um i'm just done i'm done um but i do need to um 
get back into it because I got a couple things I need to fix on my Mikote. I noticed that some of the um, <coughs> the uh, one of the charms fell off the back and I didn't notice it. Um, so I got to make a new one and glue it on. And I also think that um, I signed up for the Anime Bonsai Cosplay Contest and they uh, assigned my judging time instead of letting me pick it. Because a couple years ago I did the Anime Bonsai Cosplay Contest and they um, basically you would show up on Friday and go to like a mandatory meeting and you were able to pick your time. I think that's how it went. Or maybe you had like emailed in advance, like these are my preferred time slots. Um, but I asked for an afternoon one and they just assigned me a time that was kind of late in the afternoon. So I'm like, okay, I need to make sure that everything on this costume is going to stay on for an entire day. <laughs> so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to just like do some very small like stitches over some of the smaller pieces that aren't as secure. Um, maybe like on the belt buckles and on those little arrow shaped ones and just kind of like keep them in place in addition to the contact cement. Cause I think I just don't want them to fall off. They're so tiny and I want to have all my costume intact when it goes in for judging. So um, I got to do that. And I also think I'm going to remake the, uh, the stockings cause one of them is shorter than the other. <laughs> And you would think, that's not that big of a deal. I am getting judged on this costume. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. It's not like you're yeah. just doing it for fun. I mean, you are, so, but it's also for... It's for also for serious. <laughs> for fun yeah. and for profit. Um, yeah. not, not really. There's probably not going to be a cash prize. There usually isn't. But no um, That's so sad. Okay, you deserve it's, cash it's, money. It's typical. I, I, I got a cash prize for Gaming Con, but that's really unusual. I wish um, I could, like, just deliver cash prizes to people and throw money on them. <laughs> I mean, they give you stuff, but it's not cash, usually. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm going to remake the stockings. It's mostly, it's just like the black part. I'm going to keep the white part of the stockings and just remake the black part and just, so it won't take quite as long. Um, those decorative lines on the front, I'm going to sew on a little bit more securely, you know, stuff like that. Um, just to kind of make them look, look all pretty and nice for the judges and just for God's sake, make sure that they're the same size. <laughs> um, cause it's probably not noticeable to anybody else, but I can see it in the pictures. Um, and I know that the judges will notice cause they're going to get like in there to look at my costume. Um, so I got to do that. But it won't take too long. I'm, I, I'm still putting off those fucking ear cuffs, and I still haven't bought my fangs. But I'll, I'll get, I'll get that handled too, probably this weekend. Um, and so I, but I just, I was just throwing a fit because my taco costume was being a pain in the ass, which I will talk about <laughs> later. This is a lot of stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for more details yeah. on my free salt in the salt section of the podcast. Um, so that's my. Oh wait, I had one more thing I want I can talk about with Final Fantasy fourteen. I um, again, eighty four years ago, when I was still playing the main story of a Realm Reborn, I talked about this character that I knew only as the thirsty elf man, uh Harshifal. Uh he finally he wasn't that thirsty, and I was like, Okay, well I guess that's later. And he finally reappeared in the story. And like, man, he needs to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, this weird cutscene. So, you like, you go, and he's, like, weirdly happy to see you. And it's like, okay, 
and he sends you off on a quest and you go do the quest and you return to him and another cutscene plays where it's just like super weird. Apparently my friend tells me they toned him down a lot for the English translation <laughs> because in the Japanese people were like, hello police, this elf man is sexually harassing me. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> but was it as bad as Anders in Dragon Age 2? Yes. That man's a baby slut. And he fucking <laughs> arrives and immediately is like, hey, baby, have you ever been with a mage? Mage, yeah. I'm a mage. Let me heal you in my private quarters. And I'm like, I'd this rather is, you didn't. <laughs> this is not present in the English translation, but there is a scene in some of the other translations of the game where... um Archfun starts talking about how he's been working out or whatever, and he's like, no. if you want to see, you'll just have to come up to my bedroom. Oh, boy. And no. Like, no. Hello, police. Hello, yeah. police. Um, that's not in the English Ooh. translation. In the English translation, he's just like, Emmerich's here. You should go talk to him. Um, <laughs> they're like, no, I would and, rather and, not. <laughs> I'd rather not see In this cutscene, when you get it. back to um, Camp Dragonhead, he, like, gets up from his chair and, like, walks around your character in a way that makes it like your, my character looked very concerned about him walking behind her just like stop um they also have this weird moment where they cut away to a corner where there's a bunch of sweaty shirtless dudes doing squats <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why that's me i'm the sweaty there, shirtless dude doing squats there's also an amazing moment later where you, you leave, you do some stuff, and then you come back to Camp Dragonhead, and Arshafon's like, oh, Warrior of Light, you're back. I've stoked the fire extra hot for you. And Alfino, professional room reader that he is, comes in, and he's like, thanks, man. It's really cold outside. And Arshafon's <laughs> like, well, anyway. <laughs> and like, and super pissed. You're just like, thank you for saving me. <laughs> With your... <laughs> Not really, because Alphino's also really irritating at this point in the story, <laughs> but uh, just like, can you guys just like go outside? <laughs> Both of you. Um, but yeah, that's he, my friends warned me, but I can't even imagine what he was like in the Japanese version they had to tone him down. Yeah. Because he was like, <laughs> whoop, whoop, I would like to call the police. Yeah. They're like, we gotta change this. The American audience is not gonna, they're not um, gonna warm up to this guy. That was me last night with that that lovely. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for episode sixty nine, you guys, because I had so many instances <laughs> oh, yeah. where I sent people things in the chat, and I was I say I say people like it's not just Jake and Kay <laughs> getting the full force. Jake and Kay and Richard. Hey, Richard, yeah. of me being like, I'm calling the police immediately, yeah. like. This is, I'm calling the police. I don't know why I kept reading that one with the uterus thing, but I can't wait to tell you all about it, everyone. That, yeah. uh, thanks I hate it gift that I found is getting yeah. a good workout. Yeah. <laughs> or that oh. lactation thing that you thought you'd delete, but it was only on yours. And it comes. <laughs> Remember opening it like. Oh, it was the Hannibal lactation fan art. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there was, was a lot going on. Yeah, it was like there was a lot going on because it was like Alpha, Beta, Omega, and then like a lactating Will, but Will had six nipples be for some reason because dogs, because dogs, and and he was lactating, and also he was getting fucked by Hannibal. That was all happening at mm. once, and I found it, and I was like, "Hey, please look at this." Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when I saw the notification, I saw that, like, 
thinks I hate it. And I'm like, well, I got to know what Kay hates. And so I open it. And then I'm like, they died. Now I know what she hates. Yeah, big mistake. And then I'm scrolling down because I was like, you have more messages. And it's like, I'm totally going to delete this before Jake sees it. And I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I was foolish. I failed. It was, it was, but was it better or worse than that one time I found that weird Markiplier cowl uh, porn? It was like, I don't know. It was like (laughs) Markiplier as a cow with a huge dick, but he also had udders and he was like, I almost said uttering milk. Like there was definitely milk. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I just have like, I, I feel really bad for like celebrities okay so like fan art of your characters is one thing because you can almost like separate yourself from your character right but like fan art of you as a person as a cow with a huge cow dick and milk we should we should mention like i'm sure markiplier loves it when he gets like nice fan art of him oh yeah games or whatever yeah like i'm sure markiplier doesn't have a problem with like friendly uh, fan art but when people are drawing weird cow porn of you, yeah. it just makes me sad. Like, I would be so sad if I... Don't you fucking dare, you fucking animals listening who are like, I'm going to draw a weird cow, Jesse. I will fucking, fucking... I will come to your house and None I will... I will, I will fucking, if you think that you will not be fucking, um, d- 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 blocked and reported, and reported, you are wrong, cause I will block you so fucking fast. I don't even, I have no, I have no, like, fear. I will not be that, I will not be that unwitting guest on fucking, um, th- like, the fucking, god, what is his name? We've talked Graham about Norton him before. Show. Yes, on Graham Norton being hit. With fan art of me as a cow. I just, I won't. <sighs> I'm, we're not even in salt yet, and we're already salty. It's been a we're long, there. it's been a long week. I don't have much pre-salt, so. Uh, is it, is it my turn? I didn't want to interrupt you, yes. Kay. Oh. Yes, I'm Can I just <laughs> real quick read these DMs? Because they're, like, hilarious to me. Yeah, sure, <laughs> go like, ahead. You send the picture, and then, yeah, the gif of, thanks, I hate it. And then, <laughs> just skipping ahead, it was just like, oh, I'll delete it from the chat, but I need Jake to see it. I was going to describe it, and then it was like, oh, we'll save it for episode 69. And then you put, yes, Jake is saved. And then, like, I guess, I I remember now, I woke up in the middle of the night, and then I saw my phone was blinking. And so I put, it's 2.38 in the morning. <laughs> it's a fucking horror And movie. I know I should just go back to sleep, but I say I have notifications. I know I should just let it go. They'll be there later. But I decided to check anyway, and now I will never sleep again. <laughs> just... I just remember just sitting there, like, that one, that other, like, picture do you have, Kay, where the guy from El Dorado is just, like, his eyes are open? Oh, no, it's, uh, the Hunchback. Oh, it's, it's the Hunchback? hunchback? Oh, okay, that was El Dorado it's guy. It's Phoebus. It's, I, I, I always remember Phoebus because he says he's named after a sun god when he's trying to hit on Esmeralda, and I'm like, why would you say this? <laughs> it's like, Phoebus, I'm named after the sun god, and I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he's lying in bed, I always think of that gif when I think about the fact that that person pointed out that breathing oxygen slowly oxygenates our blood and kills us very slowly. And I'm like, why would we fucking breathe something that also kills us? Humans are super inefficient. Um, I'll bring us to our to my pre salt because I only have a couple things. 
Uh, firstly, I hate my job, but there there's one thing I really like about my job, and it's when people, but mostly kids, because they get so fucking excited, find the perfect costume, and they don't want to take it off, and it makes me so happy. Like a child, a, ch- a child, um, a child. <laughs> a child, like a child will come up and with their parent or whatever. I had this one grandma and her grandson. And, um, her grandson tried on the Spider-Man costume and he came out and he was like, it was perfect. And the grandma was like, it was perfect. And they were both so excited and they were looking at each other and smiling. And I was like, (laughs) like, you know, like, just like, but you know, I'm like, I'm so glad I could, that everything worked out for you. But in my heart and soul, I was crying. Um, and then like today I had a kid, it's always a superhero costume, it's where I get really emotional, I don't know why. Um, I had a, a kid who, uh, well that's not true, this one girl tried on a Minnie Mouse costume and she wouldn't take it off and she was so happy and I cried a little bit too. Um, <laughs> this little boy came up and he tried on this Hulk costume and he was so excited and he didn't want to take it off and he... It was like, he looked at me and he's like, hello, I'm Hulk. And I'm like, you sure are. Um, <laughs> like, I was, I was just, I get really excited when, you know, people are just like super happy about the costume that they tried on. There's this other little girl who first she was kind of too scared to come up into the, come to the store. Like I was standing at the front of the store and her family was going in and she was like hesitant to go in because we have all those uh, we have a bunch of animatronics at the front of the store that are scary. Um, and I was like, it's okay. They're, they're fake. You know, like I was like, I work with them like, and I haven't been murdered by them yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I like, tried to be like, it's okay. Like they're not, they're not going to scare you. And I like step on one of the little things and I stand next to it and I like look Michael Myers straight in the eye and I'm like, okay, see, it's okay. Um, <laughs> But then I saw her later and she tried on the, like, this terrifying clown costume. <laughs> and if, uh, earlier, what was funny is that we were selling this knife and it was called a clown knife. And it was, like, a knife that was painted with, like, clown stuff on it, right? With blood inside of it. I was like, oh, yes, a clown knife. And then she came up and bought that clown knife and the scary costume and, uh, she was the sister of the Hulk and the dad was like, um, he was like, you know, most little girls her age want to be something cute, but every year she just tries to get a scarier and scarier costume. And I was like, <laughs> my hero, that was me as a child. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I have, that's one of the bright sides of my job. I would say is just like the joy of like kids finding the perfect halloween costume and having a good time and like sometimes adults too like i've definitely met some people who were super psyched when they found the right costume um i met some people who were like i'm gonna be the coolest person at D &D with this cape and i was like i'm so i love i love this whole entire (laughs) idea they're like yeah we have harry potter themed D &D." and i was like "Ah!" right like (laughs) I was like, that's so cute. Um, so yeah, there are, there's stuff I do like about my job and that's definitely, uh, one of them. Oh, remind me in the salt to talk about the, the gas station man, (laughs) my mortal enemy. Um, (laughs) and then I recently watched, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. 
I had a really bad week last week. Um, and my, my mental illness is a fucking goddamn mess right now. But, um, I was like, you know, cheer me up. Um, um, the Spider-Man movie. Um, (laughs) which is funny because Spider-Man was one of the first movies I ever got really scared watching and it was because of Green Goblin and it was because of Willem Dafoe. (laughs) And that's my Willem Dafoe fear backstory is entirely because I saw him as Green Goblin and I've never been the same ever since. Um, He is pretty frightening to be fair. Willem Dafoe haunts me. (laughs) Like, if I just saw him chilling in real life, I'd be like, oh shit, they're coming for me. Actual cannibal Willem Dafoe. (laughs) Actual cannibal Willem Dafoe. I hate Um, Jesse, remember Life Aquatic? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no! (laughs) He's like, hey, you got any apples, kid? I'm like, no, I gotta go! Power walk away. Um... That one shot of him in the credits of the awful Death Note movie where he's just got, like, the motion capture shit on his face. Oh, so scary. <laughs> Scarier than Ryuk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry, Willem Dafoe. I'm sure you're a very nice man. Um, but I decided I was going to watch... <laughs> I was going to watch Spider-Man Homecoming. That's a cute-ass movie, y'all. Um, <laughs> it was just cute. I had a good time. I like when he's like, hey, Spider-Man, or Spider-Guy, and he's like, please call me Spider-Man, and he's like, do a flip, Spider-Man, and he does a flip, and they're like, yeah! yeah. <laughs> or there's, like, I one part scene. where he's, like, calling Happy, because he keeps trying to get another, like, job that's, like, with big leagues, and he's like, this old lady, I helped her get her purse back, and she bought me a churro, and I'm like, that's the cutest shit I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. And, like, he's, like, embarrassed, and I'm like, no, don't be embarrassed, you're a real hero. Um, Donald Glover was in it. All I can yes. think of is that Peter Parker webbed his hand to the trunk of his car, and he's like, give me information, and, of course, Donald Glover's character is like, well, I'm supposed to be a criminal, but, you know, I don't want these super tech weapons in New York because my niece lives here and I don't want her to get hurt. And I'm like, bro, you were going to buy some of those weapons? Like, I, have, I have questions, but whatever. And so then um, they have this whole exchange and then Peter Parker's like, that'll wear off in two hours. And he's like, no, no, you can't just leave me here. He's like, you're a criminal. And then he's like, I have ice cream in the trunk. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was super cute. I thought uh, I really liked Ned's character a lot. And I really liked MJ in this, like, when she's in the fucking detention. And she's like, oh, I don't have detention. I just like to draw people in crisis. And then she turns the, like, thing around to the principal. I mean, the the gym teacher. And she's like, look, it's you. God, what is that gym, that actor's name? He's in, he's in, um, hold on, we're gonna... I'm sorry, y'all. Where's IM, IMVD, IMDB, IMDB. IM, I am dyslexic. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a dyslexic nightmare. Oh, I'm gonna get there. It's gonna happen. God, I just, the fucking gym teacher. I'm oh, gonna die here. Uh, Hannibal Burse? Is that who it was? The comedian guy with the glasses? Yes. Yeah, it's Hannibal. Yeah, and he like, <laughs> That whole story of him oh, like, yeah. having like some like fake actor come and be him on the red carpet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, he was the. Like 
<laughs> he was the um, gym teacher who had to show him those stupid fucking, like, yeah. uh, you know, the meme, the, Captain America, so, you've yeah. got detention, and I'm just like, that's me. Isn't uh, he the guy that gets shot in that, in the Eric Andre? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Who shot? Yeah, no, he's in, like, all the end yeah. episodes of, um, isn't he in, like, all the endings of those shows, though? I haven't seen all of the Eric Andre show, so I don't really know, but... God, all of the he's, Eric he's Andre show though. endings are, like, the pure, like, like, chaos of life. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to describe them. Like, when it feels... It's what disassociating <laughs> feels like. If you ever want to know what disassociating feels like, it's the end parts of Eric Andre's. Yeah, it's like anxiety, the talk show. <laughs> yeah, God, it makes me feel like I'm dying. I specifically hate that kind of humor, but then sometimes I like it. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, it's weird. I hate it because it gives me secondhand anxiety really bad. Um, but sometimes I like it. I like that one where they have the chef. Uh, we'll get into that another time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So side tangent. But yeah, uh, cute movie. I think it was cute. Um, I I mean, I have a soft spot for Spider-Man um, just because I, I like mouthy college, high school to college age people who are trying to live their life, but like also are really tired because I too am trying to live my life and I'm really tired, but I'm trying to be the best person I can be. I think that's really relatable. Um, and also I'm a smart ass. So all the, all the things to love about Spider-Man. And since I couldn't play the Spider-Man game, <laughs> Except every time I say Spider-Man like that, all I can think about is uh, that episode of Game Grumps where they're like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you put in the time, put in the time, bare hands. <laughs> when um, there's an episode, if you guys should, if you haven't heard it, even if you're not like a big Game Grumps person, this is actually a particularly <laughs> funny one where um, Dan, I'll send it, I'll drop it in the chat. Um, but basically Dan texts Aaron at nine in the morning. <laughs> Um, to ask him when would be the best time to go out, out of town. Cause you know, they have to schedule their recording. And Aaron just starts like ranting about the Facebook movie. And, um, instead of calling Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, he calls him Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man. It's just like nonsensical ranting of a person who didn't sleep. Like he just yeah. stayed up and watched the Facebook movie instead. And he's and he doesn't he also doesn't call it the social network. He calls it this Facebook movie. He's like, you put in the time, put in the time, bare hands. And then he's like, Trent Resin, like the word resin or did the soundtrack. I don't fucking know. I can't like die. And it's like just it's just chaos, right? And like weird gaps, like two like one thing he says and dan will respond he gets like an answer in two seconds and then um <laughs> then there's like a part where like he can't remember mark zuckerberg's name so he's like um i i can't like die he's like i can't think of who played um uh the facebook guy i can only think of the guy who played the facebook guy jesse eisenberg and then he's like what the fuck is the facebook guy's name what is the name of the creator of facebook and then two hours later later in all caps he sends dan the text mark zuckerberg (laughs) (laughs) and he's just like this weird like like manic texting section session and dance is like okay um so whenever i say spider-man like that all i can think of is spider-man spider-man you put in the time put in the time (laughs) but yeah i think that's all my pre-salt it's just me 
going on tangents, um, <laughs> I've had a really rough two weeks, so I'm trying to, I think the other thing I'll say for my pre-salt, just to get cheesy real quick before we switch over to salt, um, y'all, y'all are my pre-salt because I have been falling apart for like the past month and, um, y'all have been very supportive and also Jake and Kay have been really great. And I know that life isn't easy for anybody, um, but y'all are so wonderful and definitely make me laugh. And, you know, when my brain just needs a random shot of endorphins, you know, when you're like, this is it, this is the end. And your brain's like, nope, we have to still function. And then I remember something funny y'all said, and it just like (laughs) keeps me going. Like I'll be laying in bed and I'm like thinking about how I really don't want to wake up tomorrow and do anything. And then I'm just like, but remember that time. And so, you know, I, I'm really, uh, I'm really feeling like blessed and thankful for y'all. So that's my pre-salt. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I can be nice. <laughs> sometimes when I'm not calling people jackass or eating an ho- apple like a horse, <laughs> I almost said eating a horse like an apple. <laughs> I said it I said it at at the time of the incident, but it, like it's like we're siblings, right? We have yeah. to be mean to each other sometimes to balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> at least it was like my yeah. boss who was like you're a fucking mess and my manager today and she said it with love i just want to preface this that my boss is actually a very very nice person <laughs> but i'm falling apart at the seams here and she's just like you're a fucking mess yeah. um i did not tell her that i cut myself on accident with the safety box cutter Oof. because i wasn't i wasn't ready for that discussion so i just washed that blood off my thumb and moved on <laughs> It's, yeah. fine. It's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, right on. Well, moving on to salt. So, My Hero Academia. Uh, there's this character by the name of, like, Bakugo. Um, they keep telling me, just be patient. He'll turn around, but I don't see how. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what happens to him. Um, I, I don't want to say too much. Like, when I started watching that show, I was like, there's no way I'll ever, ever, ever care for Bakugo. Like, ever. My um, friend loves him. My, my offline friends loved him, too. Yeah, so okay. but, like, some st- stuff goes down, um, like, some really serious stuff, mm-hmm. and, like... And also, you find out where it comes from. Um, and, like, you don't... I, I guess, like, I never really forgive him for what he does. But, like, he grows up as a person, and you respect that. Because I think we've all been shitty at one point of our life. Um, and I think, like, the point of his character is, like, showing you that, you know, like, just because you were once a bad person doesn't mean you always have to be a bad person. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but he's almost unbearable in the first season. You oh, sound very impressed. I, well, because well, he's unbearable he's in the bad, first season. He's okay? It's really like, yeah. I'm like sitting here like, <laughs> just like, this is like, just because you were a bad person doesn't mean you always have to be a bad person. And Jake's like, okay. Yeah, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, exactly what Jesse just said. I'm just like, 
how why are people cosplaying this dude <laughs> like why looks people cosplay every character that's not surprising well i don't know it's just like i'm just like that like no people legit like he's actually one of the top three most popular characters in the manga like they do like a fan vote for shonen everyone Jump. hates the grape kid and people still cosplay him oh, yeah that's true. um I don't know. It's just yeah, it's just so, something about like this first arc that like yeah. After nine episodes, yeah. it's it's like I I want to stand up when he's being a jackass and like walk up to the TV and like defend. Uh, was I don't even know how to say is the Deku. Uh, Deku. Yeah, like I want to like, yeah. like leave him alone. You <laughs> like yelling at my TV. I think too. Like one of the things is that he also um, Bakugo makes all makes his own friends. Um, who helped make him a better person? Like, oh, okay. uh, Kirishima is definitely one of those people who I think was like a really good influence on him. Um, and also Kirishima's power is that his skin hardens, so Bakuko oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally can't fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's definitely a point in the manga where he's like, "Hit me really hard," and Bakuko's like, "Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't do that." Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. I just it's just something about it. Like, okay, I'm look, so I'm looking forward. to Also, the if you're wondering why Baku goes the way he is, wait till you meet his mom. Oh boy, <laughs> I want his mom to step on me. By the way, um, <laughs> her power is that she sweats nitroglycerin, which is uh what Bakugo sweats also, which is why oh, his okay, power yeah, yeah. doesn't work as well in the cold. Um, and his dad can make sparks, so their powers uh, combined to make Bakugo's explosions. explosions. It doesn't always work like that. Sometimes the kids get, like, a random quirk, or, like, sometimes they get one parent's quirk and not another. Yeah. Or sometimes it's, like, um, Asui, uh, her hero name is Froppy, um, the frog girl. Okay, yeah. Her, her whole family are frogs, and it's oh. really cute. They're all frogs. <laughs> That's cool. She had a really hard time. Wait till you hear her backstory, because it's super goddamn cute. <laughs> like, in, like everybody's like, oh, she's the weird frog girl, but then she somehow made friends with, like, a girl who had an even weirder quirk than her, and, like, it's so cute. She's so cute. Everybody's rainy day hero. Um, but, yeah, Bakugo's a lot to handle. You'll get used to him somehow. Okay, yeah, because I'm just, it like... It doesn't feel like it now. I just, yeah, I just can't. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like... And then everyone's like... My friend's going through the older school version of this right now, where she just started watching Gurren Lagann. And she's like, I I got through that one spoiler, and Simone's being all obnoxious, and I just can't. I'm like, you just have to power through. <laughs> power through. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, all I can say is power through... And they do eventually have a discussion about it, if that makes you feel better, Jake. Sorry, okay. spoilers. I don't no, know. No, that's cool. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Because in the manga, they they have, I mean, they fight, but they also have a discussion uh, while they're fighting and after they fight. And I won't tell you what happens, because I don't want to <laughs> spoil it on the podcast. Right. But, yeah. yeah. They they have, they eventually talk it out, because a lot of Bakugo's anger issues have to do with his misconceptions of how he sees um, Midoriya or Deku. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was another thing, yeah. too. Like, there's that one episode where... I think it's the one where they're fighting when they're, like, good guys, bad guys mission or whatever. And, like, yeah. they have the one where it's, like, he falls off the, like, log and then um, everybody's all laughing at him. But Deku's down there like, oh, are you okay? And then, like, he, like, what, slaps his hand or does something mean to him? And I'm like, you... Ah, uh, why? Like, why do people like him? He thinks that uh, he thinks that Deku looks down on him, and he also uh, thinks that Deku's like 
trying to trick him because people aren't genuinely nice to him. Usually they yeah. just care about his quirk. So like he, he assumes that Deku is trying to pull the wool over his eyes, but what he doesn't know is that Deku doesn't have a single conniving bone in his entire yeah, body. Yeah, exactly. That kid is so pure. <laughs> yeah, he's such a pure being. Yeah. I'm just like, he's all like, oh my, and he's all crying, and I'm like, I'm crying too, and I have no idea what's going on. I'm crying too. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's adorable. Um, and then, yeah, just like a side thing, I like picked my favorite character, Tetsu Tetsu. Tetsu Tetsu, just based <laughs> on his name alone. Like, they I haven't seen any episode with him yet. But when that episode where they show that, like, Deku, like, moves on because he had, uh, rescue points, I, like, paused oh, yeah. it. I'm like, does that just say Tetsu 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 underneath his name? Yeah, that's his name. And I was just like, I love him. I don't know what he looks like. He has, uh, th- like, a very similar power to Colossus, except he can turn it off. Like, he can, his skin turns to metal. And actually, later, there's a fight with him and Kirishima that's really fucking funny, because <laughs> both of them technically have a skin-hardening quirk. Okay. And they're like, redundant powers! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so she's like, yeah, I think I messaged you. I was like, because I just Googled his name and like, had, like he has like sharp teeth or something like that. And I'm like, please. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, There's this part later. Um, This isn't really a spoiler, but someone shoots Tetsu Tetsu, but he's made of metal. So like it bounces off of him. Right. But I'm like, that dude just shot a child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what's this dude's quirk? A gun. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I just saw him and I was like, Jesse, please tell me this guy's cool because I love his name is Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. Major, 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 major. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like, yeah, he is actually, and he's actually nice. He's from class, um, 1B. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, the, the B class, the like support heroes class. Oh, okay. Yeah, which you'll meet at the, um, festival, the sports festival. Okay. That arc's coming up soon, I think, for you, or is that season two's arc? Uh, I plowed through the so <laughs> like, I don't remember. The- yeah, the when you get to the sports festival, um, you're gonna meet and everybody's like, Oh, sports festival, like normal school stuff, but no, it's like <laughs> Of course yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. Mortal Kombat <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's the sports festival's pretty good. Um uh, yeah, I definitely, I mean, like, I, I love, I haven't actually, I will confess that I stopped reading the manga. I had some issues with Horikoshi, cause like, he will like, in his author's notes, just talk about like, underage girls' breasts, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this dude. Mm. Like, I know you're designing these characters, but like, to talk about how hot they are, and they're like 14 years old, no. like, you need to not, yeah, and like that's one of the reasons he won't get rid of Grape Demon, even though everybody hates Grape Demon. Like he, even in Japan, he's not popular. Um, I think his name's Mineta, uh, because he's like, oh, but I relate to that character because I'm also a pervert, and I'm like, right, but oh, Mineta yeah. also like crosses like boundaries into like sexual assault levels of like boundary crossing. So I don't, I don't know about like how he is in Japan, but I know it seems like most Americans can't fucking stand that character. Yeah. It's- <laughs> 
Well, cause he's also just like fucking useless and he's not even funny and he's just annoying. And so I'm just like, I hate this dude. And like, he's just awful to all the girls. And I just, there's like one point where he's like looking into their changing room. And I, I mean, I talked about this a little bit, um, with like the issues with anime and this particular thing, especially since like for a lot of authors, um, when, Hodokoshi first the um was coming up with the idea for Boku no Hero. He had like um a much older characters. So Deku was like a businessman at that point. Um but the thing about it is like when he pitched it to Shonen Jump, Shonen Jump is very much like a weekly comics for kids kind yeah. of thing. Not like kids, but you know, young teenagers, like junior yeah. high, yeah, teenagers. Um and so they prefer to have their protagonists at the same age as the readers, which makes sense from a selling point level. Yeah. But a lot of these stories weren't necessarily intended originally to be at a child's level. Um, so like all these character designs get designed with the male gaze as would be applied to an adult female character, which has its own issues. But like, in in like certain ways it's like it's okay for them to have that one teacher midnight who's like a bdsm like superhero or whatever but like it's not okay to then turn around and talk about like your 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 or ochiko um is her first name i'll try to say her first name ochiko like He's like, oh yeah, I made her thick because I like thick girls and she's really hot, isn't she? And like, look at her, like, there's like this whole interview of him talking, like just picking apart the bodies of the female characters that he created. And I'm just like, why? Is this, is this what a hero would do, Horikoshi? Like, (laughs) not, not, I don't think All Might would be okay with this. Um, and yeah, I, I think too, like my friend and I were talking about how like, when I was much younger, I think Maya and I were talking about this too, because I was I made that post about like um, how people do lewd cosplays of kids, and I'm like, please do not. <laughs> um, and I I was talking about how when I was much younger, like I would see like fan art of Sasuke and Naruto having sex, but like they're like twelve when that show starts. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it because I was like twelve when that was happening. I was on Deviant Art, right? But like now as an adult, like as I got older I realized that adults were wa- were doing that. And like I think um a lot of young just as like a lot of men sexualize young women, like there's also this like fandom culture that also will turn around and draw like hardcore stuff of teenage boys and i also want to remind people that if we're going to talk about like how horikoshi is like ripping apart the bodies of these young women when people do that to young boys it's also weird like it's still weird girls like because it's almost 90 percent of the time like the young girl fandom and they're but they're not young girls they're much older and they should know better you know but they don't but I think a lot of it too is because they were raised it the same way I was on that deviant art culture. And just now we're starting to realize like, Hey, that's actually really fucking weird. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I think I stopped reading the manga around then because I was just like, Oh, uh, but I don't want to take it out on the 
the manga because I I really enjoy the manga and the show. So it's just sad. It's just sad that like that whole grape demon mentality. <laughs> That's why I truly hate Mineta yeah. because he stands for every single thing about anime that I cannot fucking stand. Like yeah, y'all know what I mean. Like all those memes that go around with like that moe girl who's like who looks like she's eleven and she's like I'm twenty eight and it's like sandy yes. cheeks from fucking SpongeBob being like No, you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's that's my only beef with uh, what's it called so far. But my hero, I think. Yeah, I guess it's gonna go a little bit deeper with other stuff, but um, yeah, like I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'm like convinced that I won't like him, but like, like you said, and other people have said on Twitter, like, no, like you come around on him. It's just one of those where he's just so bad right now. You're like, how? Yeah. Like, what is this moment that's going to make me change my mind? But uh, it'll probably yep. happen. <laughs> um, so my next couple of things aren't necessarily salt, but I've been away for so long <laughs> that I still wanted to talk about them. Um, so while I was gone, Nicki Minaj put out an album. And, um, I was like... How do you feel about it? <laughs> Tell us your honest opinion. Uh, it's alright. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> uh, th- there's a reason it's number two on iTunes when it came out. Uh, even though she was upset that it was number two. But, um, no, it's pretty decent. But I have to talk about the first song on it called Ganja Burn, which, um, I, she has a video that, like, um... Might make you thirsty. I don't know. <laughs> Mostly because I, I follow her on a uh, on Instagram. I have some beef with her too, though. Right now, after that whole like like Margaret Thatcher was a strong woman, and I'm like, bro, Margaret Thatcher was a fascist. But okay, let's <laughs> let's throw some fists, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she's. I don't know. There's been some weird stuff with, especially with this new album. Like yeah. some of the stuff she's done, like the beef with like travis scott and all this other stuff but also um, that weird thing that happened with um <laughs> yeah with uh cardi b cardi b i was just like sh- cardi b please baby don't do this to yourself <laughs> throw throwing shoes at Nicki minaj yeah um so there's been all kinds of crazy stuff but um so i was like you know what like it's it's spotify so i'll i'll give her the 75 cents for listening to that <laughs> <laughs> or however much they gave her. Uh, which she had, oh, she had controversy with that too. She's like, oh, Spotify's trying to like big up Drake, but not me. And like Spotify was like, we legit bought a thing on Times Square and put her face on like our thing, this huge billboard or whatever it was on Times Square saying, Spotify loves Nicki Minaj. She's like, Spotify don't like me. Um, anyways. Um, so I'm listening to it and like the first song is like, yeah, called Ganja Burn. It's got like this like, reggae dance hall type vibe and it's kind of catchy and then you get the first verse and the first verse is kind of like a throwaway verse and then she like sings ganja burn ganja burn ganja burn and it's it's just repetitive but it still like sounds good but the second verse <laughs> om jesus <laughs> no joke i'm gonna read it because this is exactly what happens so it jumps in the second verse and it's like yo you can't wear nikki wig and then be nikki that's like a fat dude thinking he's biggie and i legit paused the song and took a lap around the office 
because I was like, did she just say that's like a fat dude thinking he's Biggie? And then I came back and I pressed play and there's like some other like DMX line. But then there's like, you made one dope beat. Now you Kanye. You got a dude named Jay. Now you Yonsei. You got about three stacks. Now you Andre. You put a part in your fade. Oh, you Nas Bay? And I paused it again and I took another laugh because I'm like, holy crap. Like, I think just the setup of the first bar kind of being, or the first verse kind of being like, you know, oh, I'm rapping and it's kind of cool. Nothing like extraordinary yeah. in the first verse. And then like a catchy, like dancey, like you're vibing to the like chorus. And then all of a sudden just like shooting you in the face with some bars. I'm like, holy <laughs> crap. I was not expecting this from Nicki Minaj. She, yeah, she's she's got a couple other bangers on on that thing. So I was actually pretty. I don't know. Like my problem is like I haven't listened to her because I'm like uh, I'm probably gonna be too thirsty <laughs> to really listen to the lyrics. Um, and so I'm like, eh. but like this time I was like, no, I'm just focus on the lyrics. Put the thirst aside. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like she's she's got some like kind of really good like decent bars like um okay but can i can i give you one of my favorites from <laughs> yeah. her she was featured on ariana grande's the light is coming oh yeah it's just the the she only has one verse on this song but it's like ayo trophy wife out you want me till you had to find out it's one me now you benched all your bum knee call me the bad guy call me chun lee because you slipping yep you clumsy and everything i peaked can't just unsee sips tea and it's unsweet respect a bad gal when me done speak now he's shooting his shot like drive by why you gonna make me go call up my side guy can't let an f-boy f up my nice vibes you ariana come let me give you a high five and every time (laughs) i get so pumped to listen to this song about how this man failed her (laughs) (laughs) i was like like, wow yeah okay i'm like wow yeah so but every once in a while though nikki has a verse that just makes me think of like all those memes where they're like please don't let nikki steal this from you (laughs) and because it's like just like a really bad pun right and i think about it all the time like that time i was like all my friends um are bottoms but like uh, it was like my friends are like tupperware all the bottoms but where's the tops and i'm just like (laughs) nikki minaj please i copyrighted this (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then like she was even like on the stephen colbert show and like did like kind of like a freestyle verse because she has this like notorious big like i guess he did this song back in the day that's kind of like all the like r&b singers he would hook up with or would want to and so she did like the all the rapper guys i would want to hook up with and like had kind of like funny verses about like hooking up with them but then like did one like on the spot about stephen colbert that's like even like stephen colbert got all like like blushing and all kinds of other stuff so i'm just like <laughs> She'll like drop some dope stuff, but then at the same time say something problematic in the next. So you're like, come on, Nikki. She definitely has some. There was that weird, was it Harriet Tubman thing? There, there was a lot that happened recently. Yeah, starting with the Chun Li video that just really didn't have to be the way it was. Like, I was like, why didn't you lean into the Street Fighter? Why did you lean into the racist portrayals of Asians? Like. I just, I have so many questions. And there was, it was just a hot mess. And like the, and then the Margaret Thatcher thing recently. I'm just like, please. There was like, there was like a fucking, um, 
Andre, Eric Andre sketch where he asks this woman, do you think Margaret Thatcher represents girl power? <laughs> and the girl's like, absolutely. Like, she clearly has no idea what she's talking about. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my Jesus, children. Yeah. Please. So, that's that's me catching up with Nicki Minaj. Uh, then the next thing, because rap, uh, the whole Machine Gun Kelly Eminem beef was a fun little ride while it lasted. I don't know if there's going to be any more. Um, but yeah, I just, I found it interesting because I heard of Machine Gun Kelly. And the funny thing was there was another Machine Gun Kelly that I remember back in the battle days. And that's who I thought it was. And I'm like, man, he's changed a lot from the battle days. It's a completely different dude. Um, uh, but like, I've never really I know him from one song and the, it's a song that I really, really don't like. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what it seems like consensus is, is like, yeah, he's not really doing anything good, but like his Eminem diss was like, everybody's saying like, this is literally the best song he's ever written, which is just like, um, the funny one is like, uh, Eminem's old like band or whatever, D12. There's oh, a, yeah. there's a guy named Bazaar that was watching it and they were like, I don't know, doing a live stream. They're like, Oh, what'd you think? And he's like, man, he's like, no, he's like, it was really good. He's like, I felt like he stayed up all night and wrote like, you know, really worked on it. And he's like, but boy, <laughs> like kind of like watch out for that, like rebuttal or whatever. And, um, yeah, I, as far as who I thought won, I guess I would say Eminem, but it's interesting seeing how conflicted the internet is about it. And then, I don't know if it's because, like, I kind of, like, came from the battle scene um, and the underground scene that, like, both people saying, like, I think this one won and that one won makes sense. Like, the Machine Gun Kelly is, like, your traditional, like, this is a, like, diss track from, like, a, like, music industry rap scene. Like, you said something about me, so here's a diss track. Like, you know, a Jay-Z, Nas, Ether thing going back and forth or, like, the whole drake and uh pusher t like that makes sense it's just diss track for diss track but with eminem he treated it like a battle so that's why where it's like i feel like machine gun kelly is pointing out like this happened on social media this happened here this happened there eminem legit responds to everything he said in the song like here's my response about your rihanna line here's my response about um you talking about i was good four albums ago wrong you you don't even know what my catalog is that was three albums ago so learn how to count and um like yeah he just did like rebuttal rebuttal the way you would and i feel like also though most people didn't know who machine gun kelly was until he started talking about uh, talking shit about eminem yeah until so like real he life, did that song yeah yeah so like truly eminem won because by doing he, nothing at they, all yeah by doing nothing at all because <laughs> He's like, bruh, you just piggybacked off of my fame to make yourself famous. Now, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. I just want to say that right now. And I'm not, like, vouching for Eminem or anything. Like, I, <laughs> I have my own beef with Eminem. Um, yeah. I'm not going to write a diss track about him, though, because <laughs> I'm not a rapper. Um Although someone was like, can y'all stop with that skinny white boy from Detroit when they were talking about Detroit Become Human? But someone was like, his name is Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, but I also think that like the minute that you only become relevant because you're talking shit about someone else is the minute that the person you're talking shit about has already won. Yeah. And then it's like funny because it's like a throwaway bar that he like 
even mentioned. And I don't, I think it just kind of like, I see how you are Kelly. So like, it's more of like this, like R Kelly innuendo pun name thing that he's doing. And it's just like one thing. And then like, I'm like, you just like that one bar got you to write a whole three verse diss song about Eminem. And so it's just yeah. like, what does that say about you? And then like, yeah, Eminem's like response was like, I had to give you a career to destroy it. And I'm like, yeah, he killed you with that one Ow. bar. Wow. One bar. I would, I would, I would immediately die and have to tweet from the afterlife after that. <laughs> yeah. Like if I listened to that, I would be like, I've just been murdered. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, eh. and then like, I try to go back. I'm like, okay. You have my attention. I'll give you 75 cents on Spotify too. But like, I couldn't get through like a single album. It's just like, I, I just sounds like, I don't know. And then like, it, he's like this big like drug user and like all about like promoting like drug. Well, not promoting it, but like just him being him makes it seem like, oh, drugs, drugs, drugs. And then like, um, he did an interview where it's like, oh, I have my like new EP. It's called binge coming out and then like the radio personality he's got like concern for him like yo man you can't be doing all these drugs he's like well my album's called binge so that's what i'm about doing drugs it's like you got a nine-year-old daughter and blah 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 and he's just like well drugs is what i do and and i'm just like yo that's sad and i'm sorry i have to look at this man yeah he's he's wild looking too (laughs) these tattoos are weird But then, like, that's what I'm about. and so I'm like, Trust. all right, like, and then like, like, what? Yeah, and then so like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah, and then like, so then it was like the idea, like, oh, I'm putting out this EP, and then it's like I'm coming back to rap. Like, I I don't know what he was doing before. Like this, I think it's kind of like this hybrid rock. I don't know, dark. I don't know what it is. To be honest with you, um, and so I'm like, okay, well, he's gonna be dropping more bars like his Eminem disc because he had bars on that. And then I go to listen to the the thing and the intro starts and I'm like, yo, this intro sounds like it's going to be dope. The second these drums drop, this song is going to be hard. The drums never come. It just ends and goes into the next song. And I'm like, your best. And like, listen to the whole thing. His best song is literally the one minute intro that never (laughs) turns into a song. Like the only thing I ever think of when I think of white rappers ever is my main goal is to blow up and then act like, like I don't know, know nobody. <laughs> yeah. That's machine gun Kelly. Essentially, yeah. It's just wow. And then his interview, he shows up. He shows up with this like fur coat looking thingy with no t shirt. And like even nips <laughs> out. Yeah. And like everybody was all like, I saw you walking with a jacket, I'm like Tips out for T and Z. And then, like, the DJ, like, the guy DJ Envy was like, I saw you coming with a jacket. I was like, dang, did it get cold all of a sudden? Like, I'm just wearing shorts and a shirt. And he's like, nah, you all got to look fresh. And he's like, well, your jacket is cool. But I'm pretty sure in their mind, is like, you look stupid wearing a jacket with no shirt. And like, I mid- can't say that you look like an idiot. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, oh. no, you got to look like some kind of weird, like, Viking king. I don't know why your nips are out, but <laughs> nips. I think I talked about this earlier, but, like, titties out adds plus 10 to your intimidation because, like, someone's like, but why are your tits out? (laughs) Excuse me, I have a question. Yeah. Why are your titties out? (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, I don't know about this kid. Like, honestly, I think he 
I don't know about this kid. <laughs> and then it's like he looks like Eminem. He dyed his hair blonde. He really kind of does. Yeah, I googled yeah. him. He, he does. And so I'm just like, what is going on with this guy? But I don't know. Like listening to that new EP, I'm like, he, there's like moments where you're like, okay, like his first verse was garbage, but then the second verse was dope. But then he's rapping about drug use, so I'm like, I don't, I don't do that. So I'm not gonna like take satisfaction and. <laughs> You know what I mean? I can't. I, can't I don't do drugs, so I can't enjoy yeah. this drug-related music. So it's just I, like, mean, I can't relate to this. I also well, I don't can't relate to the weekends music, but I still enjoy it. Sometimes. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Well, actually, I can relate to the weekends music sometimes because that dude clearly has depression and he really I mean, needs I to get relate, some help. I can and I to the miserable part, but not yeah. about the being on drugs while miserable part oh yeah, yeah no like, i'm just know. miserable but i'm not on drugs maybe it's the just the the secret is to not just be exclusively about one thing like you have to you have to be like either like you're happy and you're on drugs so you can either relate to being happy or <laughs> relate to being on drugs or it's like i'm sad and i'm on drugs and then you either, either relate the to the sad your songs are like i'm miserable on, on drugs but it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yo yep. he made a statement where it's just like when you get to this level of success and you get like the hate and all this other stuff the only way to compensate with it is to like numb it with drugs and it just made me and sad like, like it made me like, go to therapy bro yeah. <laughs> it made me sad for him i'm like this is this is not what no like this is what gets people killed like you know me because they're trying to yeah. self-medicate that way i just put a picture of him in his fancy jacket <laughs> <laughs> that's some me. pictures he looks like a child and other pictures he looks about 40 years yeah. old and i don't understand yeah, he's we... junk rat <laughs> yeah this is like when i found out that junk rat is 26 and yeah, i was like why does he look 80 though <laughs> yeah so, he's 26 and he's also 6'1 and i have so many questions blizzard yeah he's the junk rat of machine gun kelly is the junk rat <laughs> of, rap. of rap yeah and I probably shouldn't do that to Junkrat, though. <laughs> Junkrat doesn't yeah, deserve doesn't that. Junkrat doesn't deserve that. But, uh, yeah, like, I just wonder, I'm like, I don't know, maybe if he was sober, he'd have better songs. Like, even this reviewer maybe that, uh, even this reviewer that I, like, listened to, like, was, it was harsh, cause he was reviewing the Eminem diss track, and he's like, he's like, it's not like Machine Gun Kelly's writing a hit right now. I mean, he's doing nothing with his time, so he should respond. It's not like he's, you know, selling millions. <laughs> I'm like, jeez, this is harsh. Ouch. Like, nobody. Yeah, but like, honest. Yeah. Like, check yourself before yeah, you so, wreck yourself. I don't know, like. I just dated myself with that reference. <laughs> But like, yeah, like just like his last song is called like "Live Fast, Die Hard" or something like that, and it's like it opens up with him saying like "Get out of my face, um, don't get in my face, I'm on the time, but face," and I'm like, "What are you saying?" This <laughs> like on drugs <laughs> while you were writing this. What? Like, Does that I have mean? to look up the Machine lyric. Gun yeah, Kelly? it's yeah. I'm just like Machine Gun Kelly, please. <laughs> like, what does it mean? Um, I'll have to find what does them, this like, mean? lyrics later, but like, have this get burned. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm just like, oh my god, my head. But anyways, um, so that's that's that. And then my last bit of salt was, um, so Spider Man and Tomb Raider are out, and then there's this other game I saw today called like Death Gambit, and then like Red Dead Redemption Two is coming out soon, 
And all I can think is like, I'm so poor. <laughs> like, That's me. Like, I'm watching everybody play the new Spider-Man game and I'm yeah. like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, I put in the time, put in the time, but I still don't have the money to buy Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. And my problem is like, most of my spare money goes to fucking fabric <laughs> yeah like, and like well, the, and then Spider-Man i was like you know what or i could get some fabric yeah well, people too are like um i was i was like yeah but can you fail to deliver a pizza over and over again while the sound of in- accelerating anxiety plays in the background yeah. and then fucking um brian uh, yeah it was like i have some news for you jesse and then i was like no no yeah the, the spider-man pizza song yeah <laughs> yeah it's just it's just like seeing it everywhere like this is definitely my game of the year and like just like jeremy's like this swing jeremy's doing like chandelier yeah <laughs> jeremy's got like a spoiler cast coming out with gary from from the duck uh is it duck feed duck feed yeah and then like so they're doing a spoiler cast on it and then like the other guy on the internet nick he's all like there's all oh, the best spider-man game ever and i'm like oh my god there's only two of them the people that <laughs> yeah. i want to see and then did you have seen... it'll drop to like 20 25 bucks oh my god yeah i can get it Red yeah Christmas it's like special. um Plus, I spend all my fucking time playing Final Fantasy XIV at this point. Like, <laughs> I was, um, I was watching because, like, I was thinking about the S- Sp- Spider-Man too because that's the first Spider-Man game I ever played. And so I was thinking about it, and uh, it's 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 kind of like a warm fuzzy memory for me because I would go to my cousin's house all the time and we would play it. Um, so I, I pulled up some footage of this dude playing it, like a playthrough, and I was like, God, I remember this looking so much better than it actually looked. Like, cause at the time, there was nothing like those graphics, right? So I'm like, oh man, this looks amazing. And now, like, compared to the new Spider-Man, I'm like, what kind of 480p, like, (laughs) rainy... Yeah, like, at the time. So I think in my brain, like, my brain, uh, like, high-defed it in my memory but then when i went to look at it i'm like oh god (laughs) yeah and we played it on like this big tv they had like i i viscerally remember spider-man 2 but yeah it looks super fun i thought briefly about hauling out my dreamcast so i could play spider-man 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 game um but i i then i would have to haul out my dreamcast and i was just like no one day one yeah. day we'll get a dreamcast stream from k <laughs> well i need that for that i would need to invest in elgato yeah I, I will fuck what do i have to do to make this happen like, you need like two hundred dollars okay <laughs> well let's fundraise <laughs> well you probably wouldn't need the whole two hundred dollars because i definitely chip in at least most of it but you know <laughs> someday just... i do it, it is something i want to invest in someday someday but right now it's just like no Sketch commissions for K's Elgato. I have more important things to invest my money in right now. Like, I had this piece of shit Ikea dresser that broke and I had to buy a new dresser. Like, it's because you bought the the doll. Thanks, Ikea. (laughs) Thanks, Ikea. We have an Ikea cart in the back room of our work, but I don't work at Ikea. I just want you all to know. (laughs) 
Where did he come from? Who knows? Who knows? We also have a yeah. Home Depot box back there. I, I don't work at I Home got, Depot. <laughs> I got really offended. I was looking at this dresser online at like a real furniture store and it was heavily discounted. And I was like, well, I mean, it's still kind of, what would it cost to get the same dresser from Ikea? And it was like way more than this much nicer discounted dresser. And I was like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Ikea, there's there's no reason why this dresser from Ikea should have been almost 300 fucking dollars. Oh like, that's god. ridiculous. Oh my god. And I have two dresses from Ikea that I've had since the dawn of time. And um, one of them, the top, like, panel thing that covers the top part of the drawer has fallen out and disappeared. And the <laughs> bottoms... <laughs> the bottoms on all my drawers are loose. So, like... Yeah, my I have bottoms to, like, in my drawers in this dresser just collapsed. Yeah, so mine were collapsing. Had, They're I held to together on faith, Kay. Like, <laughs> I, I glued mine together with wood glue and super glue so many times. Mine are jerry-rigged together for sure. Like, <laughs> let me tell you something about Ikea furniture. It's oddly heavy for what it is, and it's always, like... It looks good, but it's terrible. I have this desk, and to this day, I don't know what it's made out of. All I remember is that it was called Alex, and I was like, oh, my friend's name is Alex. And then the top part of it's just peeling off, but underneath, it's the same color. It's just a different texture. And it weighs, it's not a very big desk, and it weighs, like, more than it could possibly weigh. You know, when something's just a glitch in the fucking Matrix? This desk is that glitch in the Matrix. Uh, We might have the same desk, because I also have an Ikea desk, but it's going strong. I'm probably going to keep it for quite a bit longer. This one's going pretty strong, but it definitely has the whole top layer is peeling off. Which I don't really care about, because... I have no money um, to replace a desk, but it's 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 really sturdy and it has like two drawers and then like a little back thing that I don't use. It's supposed to hide cords in, but I don't have that cat like in that vine where that guy's like, yeah, pull it through. And then the cat like, pulls the cord through. Luna just rips up my entire leg. We were on Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, this is, that was that was my thing. Like, yeah, it was like all these cool games are coming out, and I'm I'm poor. Like, my wife even made the joke where it's like we're so poor we can't even budget. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's looking at this thing like, oh, do this to budget and do that to budget, and like we can't even like one was like, oh, like try to get rid of your car payment. It's like, but we don't have a car payment. We paid our cash, <laughs> so like, what can't we sacrifice? I know, I, I love all those guys that are like, stop spending money at Starbucks. Like, bitch, what makes you think I'm spending <laughs> yeah, exactly. money at Starbucks every oh fucking day? Oh my god, I'm like poor. when you're watching that, like, save, or like, looking at those save money things, and you're like, bitch, I do all of this. Yeah, or like, I, I don't I, buy I can't Starbucks every day, that. I don't buy Starbucks every week, I don't buy Starbucks every month, like, yeah. come on. Yeah, I'm like, I have to drink the free coffee at work to have coffee, like. I'm- I just think about the, like, when they're like, you need to buy more books for school, donate your plasma <laughs> for money. Sell, sell yeah. your body for money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just like, shit. And the other day I was like, it's only 60 bucks. And my mom was like, Jesse! And I'm like, but I, you only, like, you have to wait two weeks. I looked this up. You have to wait two <laughs> weeks between um, donations and you only for get 60 plasma? bucks. No, that's not true. Yeah, for, it was, um, it like or, two days. It's, uh, they told me I had to wait two weeks if I wanted to come back in and donate plasma. They must have had a brain lapse because I used to donate plasma and it was like every other day. Oh my god. <laughs> Kay is living. You can, you, can only, you can only do it twice a week. 
But she only had to wait like a day or two in between. I think it was like 48 hours. Oh, maybe that was why they were making me wait longer is because I couldn't do it like multiple times a week. I don't fucking know. They were just like, hey, you're going to have to. And then I was like, do I really need both my kidneys? It turns out you really do. Yeah, you Um, do. For for blood donation, you have to wait like eight weeks or something. Yeah, I'm not donating blood. Nobody wants my blood. Nobody wants my gay blood. When I was really fucking broke, I did donate plasma twice a week, every week. But it turns out that my veins suck and are roughly the same diameter as a plasmapheresis needle. Which makes oh my it God. really terrible. Yeah. And I had a really scary, gross incident with um, my blood clotting in the machine that I didn't like. And so I just never went One back. One fear. Oh. And I got fears. a tattoo recently, so I can't go back for like a year. So oh, look at you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a commission from Joan who supplemented the day I had to take off of work because my foot. Uh, well, I'll explain this later. But God bless you, Joan. <laughs> you saved me from donating blood. That was really cute. I liked oh, it. Thank you. Yeah. Joan's character is really cute. Sorry, yeah. we're going on fucking tangents because yeah, we're, we're reunited. Yeah. It's like it's like when your friends haven't seen each other. It's a family reunion. Because yeah. this all mine was like, let me tell you about this old Nicki Minaj album. <laughs> Nobody's even listening to it anymore at this point, I guess. But yeah, yeah so like, Jake, that was like eight months ago. Yeah, I know. I'm like, but I gotta talk about that first. That made me walk a lap around the, the office. So. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess I'm gonna sell plasma for this Red Dead Redemption game. Because <laughs> I really want to play this game, and I have no money. I'm like, maybe if I make like a mixtape, and I'm like, no one's gonna buy my damn. I mean, mixtape. the problem with plasmapheresis is, is that it takes like three fucking hours. Ugh. Oh my god! I almost pass out every time I um, have to get my blood drawn, and they're always like, "Are you gonna be okay?" And in my head, in like a lemon grab voice, I'm like, "My essence." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that's that's my salt. <laughs> All right, um, my my taco costume's not going so hot. I fucked up the cape again, but just the lining. Uh, the outside's okay, so that's not so bad. Um, and the, I bought this wizard hat pattern, and it sucks. Because there was, like, oh, no. there were two different sizes, and I used the bigger size because I wanted a big floppy hat. It's, it's too big. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's way too big. So oh, I had to God. cut it down. And the smaller size is bigger than I thought it would was going to be, so it'll be fine. But I was just like, oh my god, too much hat! Too much hat! <laughs> I got so this funny. cool fabric for it, though. It's like a black faux leather, and it has this, like, velvet, like, velour, velveteen, like, design on it. It's very extra. It's but that's good taco. taco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Um, the, the cape, I haven't shown any pictures of the cape yet, but I, I talked about, about it last time, about how it's, like, this, like, really gaudy, ugly brocade, and it. so it's, it's just gonna be a lot of clashing patterns, it's gonna be a time, it's gonna be a time. It's gonna be great, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fabulous, you're gonna be Sometimes amazing. I've talked before about how it's fun to make costumes that are, that you know are ugly. Like, yeah. I did JoJo costumes a lot, and this is gonna, this is so ugly, I can't wait to wear it, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, and those uh, are always the costumes too that like you get comments on too 
I yeah. definitely, or or sometimes my lazy costumes are the ones that people, like, when I made that stupid fully Cooly costume in, like, an hour, or, like, that, that fucking Laurent Avere cosplay that I did, and someone was like, oh, I really, really like this, and I'm like, would you like it? It's made of a sheet. You, too, can <laughs> have this outfit with one sheet and, like, a buttload of safety pants. <laughs> Just sew the fabric into a tube. <laughs> and then grab a buttload of safety pins and you've got your outfit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I said it with Azra's coat too. I was like, this is so ugly. I'm so excited. <laughs> but like Um So it'll be it'll be fun when it's finally finished, but this was the one that I, I rage quit and I'm like, I need a break from sewing. because um, all the stuff going wrong at once. Um and then uh, along the same lines as my rant last time about the uh, relic weapon quest, which uh, Joan was like, you know, you didn't have to do that. I never actually got to that in the podcast. I started out saying, like, I thought I had to do this, but I never finished my thought, which was that, no, it turned out that it wasn't required. Oof. And I didn't find that out until I was already halfway through. So I just kept going. But uh, oh, no. um, along those same lines, there are a lot of main story quests in between the end of A Realm Reborn and the beginning of Heaven's Word. There's, like, at least a hundred, and they all have multiple steps, and most of them could be trimmed for pacing without any detriment to the story. I have Um, no time for this. (laughs) I know when it was coming out, it made sense, because they released all of 2.0, and they had, you know, whatever endgame content... And they have to keep their subscribers playing. Yeah. So they would release, you know, they released patch 2.1, and there were, like, 20 story quests. And then they released 2.2, and there was 20 more story quests and some assorted side quests and whatnot. And on and on and on. But now I am starting from the beginning and trying to catch up with with patch. We're up to patch 4.4, 4.5 now. Oh, um, it's after like reading comic books. Yeah, they had, because they released <laughs> up to 2.55, and then they released Heaven's Word. And then Heaven's Word was 3.0, I don't even know what. And then Stormblood was 4.0, and now they're on 4.5 or whatever. And there's probably going to be more. Uh, my friends are suspecting that they might release a trailer for the next expansion at FanFest in November, but nobody really knows, I don't think for sure. But either way, they're probably going to keep doing this until that expansion comes out, whenever it comes out. And, like, I'm going to have... I have a lot to catch up on. And, man, if that expansion does come out next year or whatever, am I even going to be at a point where I can play it? Who knows? God, I, I have no time for stuff like this. I am... I can barely stand, like, super-duper open-world games. Like, that was definitely one of my problems with Witcher 3, even though I love Witcher. Like, I love the story, but goddamn, it takes me, like, an hour to walk anywhere in that game, and I'm just doing stuff all the time, and I'm like, I could do this in my real life. I could go outside and go for a walk. No, I would not see a horse glitched so that it was, like, standing on its front two hooves on a bridge. But, like, man, oh, man, like, I could like use all this energy for something else yeah and no, i and i don't know what it is about final fantasy 14 that does hold my attention but i do like going from 
point A to point B to point C to point D and back to point A again seems to work for me for some reason. I'm so. happy for you because <laughs> goddamn. I mean, obviously someone has to enjoy doing that because otherwise these games wouldn't be popular. Yeah, this game's been, I mean, it was a complete disaster when it got released back in 2010 as Final Fantasy XIV, but ever since they re-released it as A Realm Reborn, it seems to be doing great. Yeah. So I think it's on its five-year anniversary now. Um, but... Yeah, so it, it seems the people are clearly playing it. Like, yeah, people are still playing Final Fantasy Eleven. Like, they still have servers up for Eleven. So, yeah, somebody likes these games. WoW's been going for how long now? Yeah, um, I know. I can't even imagine. I never. Like, I never did. I lost WoW. so many people to WoW. To WoW yeah. <laughs> and Diablo three when it came out. I never got into that one either. I lost so many people to that game. I was like, <laughs> goodbye forever. <laughs> Um, but I, along those same, I, I've talked on many occasions about salty teammates, um, from the duty finder in Final Fantasy 14, but I had some really bad ones recently. <laughs> um, I was playing an instance called the steps of faith and I didn't know what to expect going into this. It was an eight person battle and you're on a bridge, and there's a giant-ass dragon. And so I'm like, okay, fight the dragon. And we failed the instance. Oh. <laughs> um, and the... Um, I don't remember if it was a tank or a healer, but one of the two literally wrote into the chat, are you guys fucking kidding me right now? And I was like, what? Uh, uh. And he's like, no one did the traps? No one was on the cannons. And I was like, I said, I, by the way, up front at the beginning of the dungeon, I was like, I've never played this before. So I'm like, well, like I said, I never played this before. Yeah. And I didn't know about any of that stuff. And another yeah, guy was like, I was on the cannons the whole time. the dungeon mechanics. Yeah. And like, and he eventually, like, people were like, what the fuck, dude? Like, one guy was like, I was on the cannons the whole time. And he was like, fine, whatever good luck and he qu- and he quit and we had to get a new person in oh, and then and then we beat the instance so jokes on that guy but um like i don't know it's this it's this greater problem i've been having but the other one i wanted to talk about was i um i talked about leveling up an arcanist to level 20 and i got it to level 16 and i did the um dungeon roulette and i was prepared for sestasha because i forgot that there were other like I thought the next dungeon was a level twenty dungeon, but it was actually a level seventeen dungeon. It was Temtara, so I got lo- I got into Temtara. I was not expecting this one. I'd never played it as an Arcanist before, um, and I'd never played an Arc. I'd spent the last like two hours fighting rats and bugs out in the fields <laughs> of Lenosha, and I hadn't actually played an Arcanist in a multiplayer scenario before, and I didn't know what I was doing. So I'll admit it, I was really bad. <laughs> um, and I get in there, and I'm casting spells, and the guy's like, no, do damage over time attacks, don't do um, don't do ruin. And I was like, okay. And he's like, also, aren't you supposed, don't, aren't you supposed to have a summon? And I was like, yeah, sorry. And I summoned Carbuncle. Uh, apparently, I learned, I would later learn that I summoned the wrong Carbuncle. But I didn't know. And I don't know what was going through this guy's head. I don't know if he decided that he was angry with me and so he was going to ruin the dungeon for the rest of us. 
or if he just thought that we could handle it and was mad that we didn't. But he's like, okay, time to speed run Tamtara Deepcroft. So mm. what you're supposed, what I understand the tank's role in that game is that you like get to a point, draw aggro, run into a tunnel, draw more aggro, and then you fight all the enemies there, and then you proceed. He just ran from the beginning to the first mini-boss, dragging all of the enemies with him along the way. So we get in there, and there's like 40 dudes. God. Mood. And we all died. And then he quit. Uh, wow. That and was a fucking journey yeah. that I just went on, and I'm mad. And I was like, okay. And, like, I don't know, it's part of a greater problem that I've been having with other Final Fantasy XIV players, where this is old content TM, and so I should just, like, why don't you just know these mechanics that you've never seen before, and why can't you perfectly play this class you've never touched before, (laughs) and why, like, didn't you just come out of the womb knowing how to play this game, like I did? And it's like, no... And that game's fairly complicated. It's complicated. It's not not like a weird PvP thing. It's like, it has mechanics. And there's so much going on at all times in that game, I'm still learning what the word rotation means. (laughs) And honestly, when I was visiting Nikki, she was trying to explain stuff to me. And like, fucking, the, 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 like, da-da-da-da. Yeah, was playing in my head and not because I don't care but because like honestly I had no it's like when people try to explain football to me it's been years <laughs> and I still don't understand football and just and every time I say that somebody else tries to explain football to me and I'm like you fool stronger than you have tried to explain football to me and I have never learned Yeah, like I tried looking up an arcanist guide after this disaster of a dungeon by the way we did clear it and I gained four levels in one go so I guess it worked out in a way but like um i looked up an arcanist guide afterwards and it's like yeah (laughs) i I learned a couple of things (laughs) um but other like it's just it's complicated and i it's gonna take time for me to learn but there's all these like people that have been playing since it fucking came out in 2012 or possibly even since 1.0 in 2010 and they're just like, oh, why don't you psychically know this stuff somehow? And they're not willing to kind of step back and be like, okay, this person may have never played this before, or they may be learning a new class, or like just take five seconds to explain. Okay, you're supposed to like, absorb it through osmosis. Yeah. I guess they're, they're, you d- they don't take any time to explain. Like, hey, um, focus on. Like I did take some of this guy's advice i just didn't under like i didn't understand what he was saying because i didn't understand that the orange carbuncle is a tank that provides lower dps and that the emerald carbuncle is the one that you should be using because it's higher dps even yeah. though it's a little bit weaker like how it just says summon one and summon two i just think orange carbuncle is better version of <laughs> emerald carbuncle like yeah. what well, how, how am i to know how am i to know okay. i don't understand these things god you sounded so goddamn cute just now when you were going you're like listing all of this stuff this very complicated thing that would have just like my brain is starting to fuzz over but it was so cute because you're like no and how was i supposed to know i'm sorry it was just cute thanks i guess (laughs) as you're going through the meta and you're just like listen (laughs) 
How am I supposed to know about the traps? Like, I understand. Like, I, there, were, there were NPCs yelling, but that's all in this tiny little chat window over in the corner of my screen. And, like, I'm playing with a controller, and I know somebody probably gasped in horror as I just said that right now. But, like, I'm playing it with a controller, and I've got my keyboard for the chat commands and stuff. It's just it's just what I'm used to. That's what so Nikki did. A lot of people on PS4 do it, as far yeah. as I understand it. But, like, I can't switch seamlessly between the chat box and the game so i may not be able to speak to you while you're yelling at me and i'm sorry but also like if an npc is talking so much that their their entire paragraph won't fit in one in this tiny little chat box and i have to expand the chat window to see the whole message i don't read that message (sighs) so if, if there's an npc screaming at me about the dragon killer or the snares or the barrels I don't see it. That's just and bad I'm not design. going to see it. And yeah, I guess. And so maybe take 30 seconds to explain the mechanics or here's an idea. Do it yourself. Yeah. So all I can think about though is that um that one artist on Twitter who was saying that they loaded into an Overwatch match and this guy came over the like chat with a Russian accent. <laughs> And start, it was like, Junkrat, I'm going to need you to fuck the turret. And <laughs> non-stop. <laughs> Junkrat's like, okay. Okay. Well, that was them. That was the artist. Like, aye, aye, captain. And it's just like, that, that stuff I do live for. But there's so much garbage in, like, playing yeah. online with people. I, like I, to- I told that story a million years ago about that time I went through Brayflox with a um, a tank that hadn't played it before, wasn't paying attention to us, and had his chat turned off, and we were all just like losing our minds. <laughs> and that was like a what I would consider a good multiplayer experience because we like the three of us bonded together over this bad tank experience and like literally having our characters scream and jump up and down trying to get his attention and like. He's just not paying attention to any of us. But, like, then you have these guys that expect you to just be perfect at the game and yes. get angry and rage quit when you're not. And it's it's ridiculous. Like, it's it's only a game. It's Why only a game. Why you have to be mad? Oh, my God. I, that... <laughs> I think the special funny part about that is that it's hockey, which is a game where people notoriously get angry. Yeah, it's where they fight game. all the time. Yeah. Like, it's not a hockey game unless there's at least one fist fight. Yeah, and that's why they have that thing, like, people always are like, oh, it looks like they're hugging, but what happens is is when someone gets in a fist fight, every person on the team has to grab a person from the opposite team, and they have to, like, hold on to them. It's, like, a really funny thing about hockey. Yeah. But, yes, it's only game. It's only game. Why are you or from super bad when he's like jesus it's just soccer (laughs) (laughs) calm down it's just soccer this isn't man this is bowling there are rules (laughs) (laughs) and like people who are like that it's like why don't you just explain the to people the mechanics if you're that serious about the mechanics being done you know i've had some really good um dungeon experiences people that are like Hey, like, because they tell you at the beginning, like, one or more persons in this instance have not, has not completed this instance before, and you'll get a bonus, uh, for completing it. Um, so it's not like they don't know. And I've had 
moments where people were like, hey, like, who's the newbie? Do you know what you're doing? And I was like, no. And they're like, okay, well, here's what you have to do. And I'm like, aye, aye, Captain. And then everything went (laughs) fine. And then you fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. So it it doesn't take that long. Just be like, don't worry about the ads. Fight the main guy. Okay, I can can follow that direction. Like, you know, poison. Just use the poison spell over and over and over. (laughs) Yeah, got it. Fine. Got it. Yeah, and I don't mind doing my job. I mean, that's yeah, really I just have to know I just have to know what that job is. Yeah. Because playing yeah. that class out in the wild when you're fighting rats and snakes wild. and spiders is yeah. very different from when you have to play with other people and work together in a dungeon. So, I just have to know what I'm doing. And if you don't want to tell me, okay, but then you don't get to get mad at me for not knowing. So, eh, it's kind of a catch 22. I get it, yeah. but don't be a dick, basically. Like, just even even if it is hashtag old content, like there are still people that are getting into this game for the first time, right. like me. Yeah, it's and not like Overwatch. It's well, I would like, say that Overwatch player. There's new Overwatch players all the time too, probably. And yeah, yeah. but usually we're um, synced up by level. That's true. And I can see what level they are. And I'm like, bitch, you are <laughs> fucking at level 200 and something. I know you've played Overwatch before. Why do you suddenly not know what the objective is? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah, Why do you know? completely random. Yeah. So it's like, you really don't know what you're going to get. And you wouldn't know what these people's levels are unless you, like, knew them or... Um, yeah. Had some had some experience with the game that allowed you to be able to tell, or like looked up their characters or whatever. Um, a lot of times you're just not going to know, and so you need to relax. Yeah, yeah. You know what's wild is like they don't. They also, I feel like they miss out on the opportunity to be senpai because that's like also like yeah. a really cool moment. Like when you're playing a game and someone that's like been playing for years, like kind of takes you under their wing, and you're like. Oh my yeah. god, one day I can be this dope or whatever. Or, or just, I don't know, like, like, I had that moment on like Grand Theft Auto where like I'm doing a heist and this person has like a flying DeLorean. And like, <laughs> no joke. This like metallic looking fly, I get in the pad and all I have to do is just sit there and be cute. Like we're flying a DeLorean and they're shooting rockets at all the bad guys. And then all of a sudden it's like, here's like a million dollars. And I'm like, I like, and you can text in game. So I was like, Yo, like, thank you for letting me, like, you just gave me all kinds of money. Now I can go buy cute outfits. And, like, all I had to do was just sit here and, like, oh, my God, senpai. Thank you so much. You know, you know what I think yeah. of all the time with GTA mods was that und- indestructible piano. It was, like, unstoppable <laughs> yeah. and indestructible. And so that, that person made that edit of it to the um, 1,000 miles, like, if I could <laughs> fall into the guy where they're like plowing through people and i need you yeah <laughs> and i think about it all the time oh gta yeah i'm yeah. like even like i feel like someone's gonna tell me like oh well if you looked at this part of the like options menu blah 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 you would have known about the thing about the carbon like man if it's if there's some sort of how-to guide in the game i don't fucking know about it so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this game's so complicated yeah, ah. I'm like hot bars. <laughs> Sorry for screaming so much. <laughs> no, that's, cool. that's fine. That's what we um, do on this show. Yeah. 
been two weeks of dealing with this shit from other Final <laughs> Fantasy players. I guess I got I got a little carried away. Yeah. But um, on the flip side, my Link Shell buddies have been very great, and they are super fun to play with. And don't call me out on being bad. So. <laughs> or at least if they do, they do it very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I have that like with Caitlyn when like I played um, when I was doing the demo. Like, yeah. like, I don't know, I just think of, like, maybe, like, Bloodborne, so it's like, oh, like, he's gonna attack, run away. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, when I was, I was, yeah, I was playing with DPS, and she was a healer, so I was like, no, just, I'm healing you, so don't worry about dying, just keep on hitting. And I'm like, oh, okay, because I'm thinking, well, like, Bloodborne or Dark I'm Black Souls. Mage, so I definitely have to, like, move out of the AoEs, but okay, yeah. other than that... <laughs> Yeah, and so, like, I'm just thinking, like, okay, like, oh, like, you know, because how it lights up when they're about to, like, strike or whatever. And I'm like, oh, get out of the way. And yeah, so she's like, no. And so I'm like, okay, that's a cool moment where I'm, like, I'm learning the game because you know how to play it and you're giving me tips and stuff like that. But, like, this whole, like, I'm going to quit because you guys are noobs. It's just, like, yeah, you miss like- you miss an opportunity to, like, have a cool video game moment. Like he also missed out on about a hundred out gallon tombstones, <laughs> yeah. so like whatever. Yeah, I definitely have rage. Qu- okay, I haven't quit in a match unless someone was harassing me, but I have gone through a match, and before we switch sides, I quit. I'm like, goodbye. We finished this match. I never want to see you again. <laughs> but that's my usually friend, when my friend. I told my friend uh, about one of these salty teammates, and he was like, "You know what you do with people like that?" And I was like, "What?" He's like, "You get two right before the final boss of the dungeon and then you vote kick them (laughs) so they have to do all the work of the dungeon but they don't get any of the benefits because you only get the rewards for completing the dungeon oh snap and i was like you evil genius you evil genius (laughs) i haven't actually done it but um sometimes i'm like i should send a tell to the other players and see if they'll get on board with my mutiny yeah (laughs) Um, and then the last thing I want to talk about, because we've been going for quite a while, is the, uh, the Telltale Games debacle. Oh, yeah. The kerfuffle. It's, for those (laughs) of you not aware, and I don't know how you couldn't be at this point, but if you're not aware, um, Telltale Games let it off, like, 250 people. Yeah. Um, with no notice, no severance, no benefits, nothing. Yeah. And... And I just um, want to point out to people that San Francisco has been voted one of the most expensive cities in the world. Some people moved across the country yeah. to work for Telltale. Some of these people have families. A lot of them have rent. They all have rent payments, mortgages. And they were saying that a lot of them were living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Um. So they didn't even know where they were going to be next month because they they. They had nothing lined up. They don't know where they're going to be next week yeah. at this point. Like, and that's fucking terrifying. And it's... um, The one that made me really angry was when they came out and they're like, oh, these other developers are going to pitch in. They're going to finish The Walking Dead. Yay! And I'm like, that's nice. You know what would be really nice is if you paid your employees a fucking sev- severance package. Yeah. You yeah. animals. What are you doing? Like, It's just this this greater trend in the games industry of prioritizing the game and the product above their staff. Like EA. And shame that there isn't a union to prevent this from happening. And I, and I know there's a big movement to unionize game um, 
especially since and i really hope it goes somewhere because this shit is awful Mm -hmm. like i know somebody who is like living in a um fucking like uh trailer um essentially because they were working for ea and that was their like like to the point where they couldn't even really go home so they were just like always there they were a programmer specifically so ea games i mean is notorious for treating their employees like shit it's my impression that Telltale was pretty bad with that, too, because yeah. of how many properties they were working on yeah. and the schedules they were under and their engine. Like, I'm not a programmer, but I played a lot of Telltale games, and that engine was garbage, and I could yeah. feel it. And I could feel it every time it loaded in a new scene, and it was trying to do the, like, last time on, and it would just stutter and chug, and, like, my console sounded like it was going to take off. Um so it was, and so it wasn't surprising to read that it was also prone to bugs during programming and would often crash and lengthen development times and put more stress on the employees. So I think it's like, also just fucking terrifying as like as a person who, like, I I mean I've talked about this a little bit on the Salt Report too about like leaning heavily into my career choices as an art major and um, just how little respect those um employees receive and like not even just like respect but like how much work they do for very little you know what i'm saying um and to be treated like these employees were treated to the point where other companies were like hey uh we're having a barbecue so would you uh like to come to our barbecue and um eat food while we look at your portfolios because we know you need jobs like Like, um, the most the most recent development is that uh, a, a class action lawsuit has been served um, on Telltale for alleging that they they are breaking both federal and California labor yep. laws um, because the I, I have actually an article from Polygon pulled up to talk about this because there's a lot um, but essentially there is the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act um, which um, any business with a certain number of employees has to give employees 60 days notice before mass layoffs. And they didn't get any notice. And uh, California has a very similar law. That's a bit stricter um, than the federal one. And they can get hit with really heavy fines, including back pay to all these employees that they fucked over for every day that they violated. So 60 days worth of pay. Um, uh, in, t- in addition to probably fines and other things, they're, they do po- potentially have an out if they were like, well, we were in financial trouble, but I don't know if that's going to fly. I really hope it doesn't. I want them to hang for this, to be honest. This this is bad. They yeah. The people who own that company do- need to be punished for what they've done to their employees because they. I, I, I would only hope it would serve as an example to other game companies. They're like, hey, don't do this shit to your employees yeah. and treat them with more respect than that because god it's so sad to me too like how garbage the gaming industry is at this point um not that i don't believe that there are good developers out there there are great yeah developers. please don't not all developers me yeah but like <laughs> there are so many fucking garbage developers and like some huge developers that i won't i won't say here but also uh crowdsourcing art um and not paying 
your employees, fuck you. Like, are not paying those kids. Like, they're kids, usually. Like, it's young people who are desperate for money. I know, because I'm that person. And then, like, to crowdsource art and then sell a fucking book of it and not, like, basically, they they want a chance to be in your book. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> that's, my, that's my opinion on that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there are, there are great companies out there, but there's just so much garbage out there too. Yeah. And I think pay, you make pay your point. fucking employees a severance package. Jesus yes, Christ. Jesus. And it's so terrifying. And I think for me too, because like, like I said, as a person who's interested in pursuing the creative industry, then as, as anybody who knows me knows that my other interest is, um, to complete my master's to go into teaching and then Time just released this very fascinating series of um, covers with uh, public school teachers talking about how they barely make enough money to survive. And some of them are sleeping in one room with their children and shit. And I'm just like, while, while I don't have children, I do have a cat. Um, and if I had to sleep in the same room as Luna every night, things would just be chaos. No, I'm joking. But um <laughs> Yeah, no, that's terrifying to me. And like every night I lay in bed, I'm like, what have I done? Uh, <laughs> so, and stuff like this just, it, it really gets me down because it feels like you want, I mean, like, like, you know, your thing about how you want them to hang for it. And I'm just like, yes, because overall you don't want them to set a precedent for other companies. That's yeah, my biggest concern. Want, yeah, that's, that is the concern is that if they win this law, Telltale wins this lawsuit, it could set a really dangerous precedent in the games industry that, they can do this and get away with it and it's and nothing's ever going to be done and i that that really scares me as well and it's like or even even maybe not even just the games industry maybe other industries will be like hmm cuz you know you know how businesses can be and yeah uh, all i can think just, of is like they're like oh well the new walking dead game will still get finished and it's like i don't I want don't your care. garbage yeah. <laughs> Like, I know, you. I know a lot of people, this is like based totally besides the point. Like, I know a lot of people were really excited about the Walking Dead game, but I hated season two so much and I didn't play season three. I didn't hear a lot of good stuff about it. And I certainly wasn't clamoring for another season. And also human beings are more important than video games. Yeah. Sorry. Especially if you want to keep getting video games, you need to take care of the people who make them. <laughs> it's like all those fucked up stories of, like, people with cancer that don't have enough, like, sick leave and paid time off to, to get treatment. So their, they're, like, co-workers donate their sick leave to them. Oh, yeah. They portray it as this heartwarming story. And I'm like, And you're like, no, so something is wrong up. with capitalism. That's yeah, so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> You, you care more. I like, no, it was like, I just read this article the other day that was like, police officer paints cell pink so that incarcerated children feel less threatened. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Excuse me. It was supposed to be like this heartwarming article. And I'm like, this is fascism. Um. Yeah, no, fuck that shit. I don't know I'm if like, a pink cell is really going to be any less threatening, but like, 
I have so Save many questions. <laughs> yeah, and uh, like there's, but there's so many articles like that where they're like, "Oh yes, poor people take care of each other." Oh, ha ha ha! Don't look at us. We're doing terrible things. Look at each other and how great you are and how great you stand against the oppression of us. Oh, look at you standing there. You're so precious. Squeeze your little cheeks. Sorry, that's my impression of rich people. <laughs> It's not wrong. Yeah, not wrong at all. What is it's like it's like that uh god what's his name? He does he's on the anime crimes unit. And he does oh, all those pro ZD. Pro ZD. Yeah. Oh, pro ZD. Yeah, when he takes a bite of that penny, he's like, he's, he has that like rich guy caricature. Oh yeah, where he like, like yeah. tries to oh, eat the coins because oh, he thinks it's candy or something. He thinks it's candy. He's like, Jeeves, it's terrible. Take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what is this? <laughs> what is that oh, character's name? With the like fake mustache or whatever. Yeah, yeah with, with the, the like mustache. monocle. Is it yeah. like King Villain or something like that? Oh, he does have a he does have a villain character as well. Yeah, but with like, the same mustache. Uh, yeah, God, <sighs> that's my ca- capitalism. Sure is the devil. I'm gonna get arrested, y'all. <laughs> I just want to know that Kay and Jake have nothing to do with this. In case, in the event that I'm taken away by the American government, <laughs> Jake and Kay are completely innocent, and it is I who will stand here and be like, I hate capitalism, and then some dude with a Joker icon is gonna comment on our fucking page and be like, and yet you participate in capitalism. Yeah, it's like we gotta. Yeah. We gotta. It's all money. we have. It's like, money must be exchanged for goods and services, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we've grumpy. had many a conversation about how annoying it is when people act like they're above you because they don't engage in one specific aspect of capitalism, and it's like, I got news for you. I got news for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, people who are like, I don't buy from Amazon, but they watch Twitch streams, and I'm like, I oh, have yeah. news for you. <laughs> yeah. Twitch is owned by Twitch. Amazon. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. fools. <laughs> or they're like, or I like, really need that, that Twitch drop, so I have to have, like, Amazon Prime. If you want to, if you want to have a bad time, look up all the companies that the Nestle company owns, because it's basically yeah. impossible to boycott them. Oh yeah! Despite of the literal atrocities they've committed. <laughs> oh God! I sometimes I like try to sleep at night and I remember that mod cloth is owned by Walmart and I'm like, but how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just I didn't want to start talking about my salt until I wished for I sure think, that K was done. I think got I've anything been else, Kay? I think I've I'm been holding for now an invisible <laughs> mic up to my mic. By the way. <laughs> out of habit because you're not here for me to hold a mic in front of and be like sir are you aware you're a cat um (laughs) that's a throwback y'all uh i hate my job hi i'm one of the millions of americans billions of americans that hates their job i used to like halloween everybody's so excited they're like october's coming yay and people keep sending me that meme of that person knocking all that stuff off their table and putting the halloween stuff on it and i was like i liked halloween once too but uh i i don't hate halloween i just have literally no love. two weeks ago we were talking about how excited we were for Halloween. yeah and now it's been all sucked out of me um i just I hate working at this store and I, and I think part of it too is that I thought my schedule was going to be different. Um, because I, and I, 
I thought I would be transferring next semester, but it turns out that, um, Cal State sent me this lovely letter, uh, that was like, you do not meet the requirements. Well, my GPA, it, cause they tell you what GPA you need. My GPA is much higher than that. And I've been on like the Dean's honors list and shit. So I know it's not my GPA. So then like, is it my credits? Who knows? They won't fucking answer me. And then I went to the, like, the, what do you call it? The counselor at my school and she emailed them and they won't answer her either. And then my counselor re-emailed them and was like, see below, which is like, <laughs> Per my last email. email. Yeah, like, this is, like, fucking, those are fighting words. I've sent, I've sent a couple of those emails in my time. It yeah. always feels amazingly passive-aggressive. And, um, I, I, because I woke up this morning, I'm like, thank you for fighting for me in this time of, like, sorrow. Because I am falling apart, y'all. I am slipping apart at the seams. Um, my job smells like chemicals and asshole. And I haven't figured out where the asshole smell is coming from yet. And Do you like, really want to know? I don't know. I was like, I was breaking down boxes today and, um, I, I was like, is it the boxes? And then my, my friend walks by and I'm like, sniff me. Do I smell like ass? And she comes over and she like smells me. She's like, no, you just smell like your home. You just smell like Jesse. And I was like, then where is the ass smell coming from? <laughs> like I have been getting whiffs of asshole for days and I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> I hate my job so much, y'all. And like um I was talking before the podcast about how I'm uh I'm pretty sensitive to lights and noises and smells, as you can tell, because I'm sitting there like, where's the asshole smell coming from? And also the latex smell is just, like, driving me crazy. And on top of that, we picked this soap for the bathroom, because, as you know, most of these stores that I won't shall not name um, have to be put in buildings that are unoccupied and then are removed, because, you know, seasonal stores. Uh, the building that we are occupying was not dusted. It was not shop vacked. Yeah. It's filled with dust. And every time I drop something on the ground, dust just flies into the air. And I was like, guess I'll die. Um, and so, like, everything is filthy. And so the bathroom is all, like, our supplies. And I don't know who picked up the soap. And it, it looks cute, right? But it smells... Like, and I can't get the smell off my hands. It doesn't go away. And it smells like berries, but it smells like, like, berry, like, throw up. I can't even. Oh, God. And I have been sick every fucking single day I have had to go to this job. Like, I almost threw up today. I almost threw up. Like, there was, like, that moment where it's in the back of your throat, and you're like, no, not today, Satan. <laughs> um, the only thing that keeps me at this job, to be honest, is that, uh, like, I don't, I don't want to just quit on these people. They need help. They need help. Also, um, money. <laughs> money, yeah. Although I've been making more money from my side jobs than I have been from this job. Working. Which, yeah, because I'm making $11 an hour to run around like a chicken with my head cut off at this job. And 
I, like, the other day I was lifting something really heavy and carrying it back and forth, and I was like, how much am I making again? And my friend was like, $11. And I was like, that's what I fucking thought. And, um... Here, here would be, like, eight or nine. Cost of living sure is a drug. <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny is, like, $11, though, is, like, basically nothing here. Um, yeah, I don't that's know. why I said cost of living, like... Yeah, like, I don't know how it is in SoCal. I imagine it's really bad. I haven't lived there in a long time, but... NorCal, um, especially since we have Silicon Valley. Um, Well, I can tell you this. My mom lives in West Virginia, and then she texts me. is like, oh, my gosh, I heard that, like, the, what's it called? The minimum wage is $15 an hour. If that's true, I'm coming back to California, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but, like, how much do you have to pay to live? (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I was like. Yeah, and I looked it up. I'm like, places like L.A. and San Francisco have, like, $15 an hour, but I'm like, like you just said, San Fran is like what what the most expensive places to live. Like, yeah, like people are renting a box inside of a living room in San Francisco, um, for right. like nine hundred a month. Yeah. Utah's getting to that point because a lot of industries are moving here. It's the housing market's getting really bad. I'm like, of course, of course, you know, baby boomer parents—they always want you to go out and buy a house, even though you're like fat chance. And so, yeah. like, we're, we're looking at houses, and I'm like. Well, maybe I could afford that one. We look at it, and like the floors are just. Dis- somebody has taken a hammer. To the, <laughs> yeah. the cupboards are ripped off the floor. Someone has ripped open the walls and stripped the copper tubing out of it to sell. And I'm, yeah. and it's like it needs a little work. I'm like, does it? Does it? Yeah, I kind of want to send, um, I'll I'll find the article, but basically it's really popular right now in San Francisco to have a shit ton of people living in one house. So one of the solutions to that was that they started making these wooden boxes that fit inside of a living room or other rooms, like, you know, like those capsule hotels. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, like those capsule hotels in Japan, and they have like a sliding door for privacy, and you get in, and it's just your bed. That's your room. That's wild. And it's like uh, nine hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Oh, of course. And like so, that's not that's like you're sharing all of everything with the other people that are living in the house. Than a studio apartment for more than a studio I, apartment. I would get into that fucking box and I would feel like I'm in a coffin. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. I, you cannot put me in a box. And I, so like, we, don't put me in the box. So when people, when I say like, when people are like, oh, California's minimum wage is this, um, I'm getting paid $11 and I cannot fucking afford to live on my own. Like, even if I was working, my, uh, my friend makes 1500 a month. She can't afford to live on her own. Um, we were just talking about this. Uh, and so, like, <laughs> we're just like, yeah, but, like, our living expenses are fucking ridiculous. Um, so. Not just the, the house or the apartment or whatever. You have to pay utilities. Yeah. You have to pay for food. Cause we God, all gotta yeah. eat. Like, come on. Yeah. And uh, so think eat. about that. Ar- those articles rags. where they're like, <laughs> Um, millennials aren't go, they're killing fast food businesses because they're, and restaurants because they're not going out to eat. And then they're like, they're killing grocery stores because they're not shopping at grocery stores. I'm like, bruh, they're not eating. Yeah. We're just, uh, we're, just, we're just photosynthesizing. It's all the I, I just think about my logic class because, okay, so technically it's a math concepts class, but we're in the logic section right now. And I'm like, bruh, if you take these two quantifying statements and you 
line them up together and it's like if then if it's like if this then this like bruh therefore they're not fucking eating <laughs> like <laughs> there was a, a tweet that i saw going around where somebody was like you know that like condescending text like why are millennials buying houses and there was a house that was like set like for sale one million dollars sold in 1990 for a hundred thousand dollars sold in 1975 for fifty thousand dollars and it was like or something like that and it's like fuck off are you fuck serious you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sometimes i'm like i'm just gonna go live in the woods and build myself a house and then i park ranger shows up and bills me a ticket that would have been my entire fucking life savings um yeah yeah I'm miserable. I hate capitalism. Halloween is ruined this year. I made a mistake. Um, and also, uh, I, I don't know if I talked about this. Did I, when was the last time we had this podcast? Um, two weeks ago. Yeah. So last, last week during one of my horrible shifts, I came home after a very long shift and Luna, my sweet baby girl, my sweet precious baby was in the hallway. And so, and she's, as one does, does, especially if you're a cat, we don't have very wide hallways. We're a single floor house, narrow, we're, we live in a small house, you know, but I love it. I truly do. And, um, so my cat's laying there and I'm like, Luna, please. And it's kind of dark and she's a black cat and they live in the shadows. And I tried to step over her because it was clear she wasn't going to move. But then she decides to get up at the time that I'm stepping over her, right? So then I step on her sweet little tummy. She's fine, by the way. One of the, when everybody came out to see why I was screaming, um, I had them go check on the cat first. But, uh, <laughs> she had ownership. One, like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I swear I stepped on her squishy tummy and I'm worried I killed her. So I had my mom's go check on her. Um, I, and then of course, like after this all went down, I picked her up and I pet her and I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong because she did do something, but it wasn't her fault. She thought she was going to die. She thought she was going to be crushed. Um, yeah. She ripped my leg apart. Like, you're like, oh, cat scratches. Bruh. It was bad. It was bad. And, like, I was bleeding all over the floor. Like, there was a lot of blood when I first rinsed off. Like, when I showed it to you guys, I had already kind of, like, wiped it off once. And it still looked bad. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was sitting on the floor and I wasn't crying or anything. My mom's like, I would have been crying. And I'm like, I can no longer. I died somewhere at 4 p.m. during my shift. So like, like my soul had already left my body. The next day I was in a lot of pain. But like at that point, I was just like, I just need to clean this. Like I had like a one track mind. Right. And um, my mom's like, don't put peroxide on it. You'll scar. And I'm like, you know, what's worse than scarring an infection um funny i fucking well, per- say that yeah peroxide can actually kill some of the like good cells in your skin as well so it's not great yeah but uh cat claws are also like fucking disgusting um cats are disgusting I cat s- ownership is just ignoring the fact that your animals disgusting. yeah <laughs> like i mean dogs are dogs. also disgusting too though if you ever smelt nikki's dog buddy sorry buddy i love you um <laughs> He smells like a sewer, and I know why, because I watched him go into this little lake thing. I'm like, buddy, please, no. Um, he's, he's still a sweet boy. Uh, but yes, cat claws are also fucking disgusting, and it was so bad. Um, so I took really good care of that, and I guess I must have gotten a, I also have rug burn on my right 
knee. It, I got fucked up because I also <laughs> fell on my ass, by the way, um, as one does when they're attacked by their own cat. Um, but I was kind of ignoring this blister that was on my right foot because I was like, I have bigger fish to fry right now because my left foot is bleeding and it kept opening it up too all the time and it was gross. My The blister on my right foot was getting bigger and bigger and then it like opened, right? And so then I was like, well, that's usually like I didn't I don't fuck with it because I was told that when you open a blister yourself, the chances of it getting infected are much higher. So I was just like, mm, you know, I'm just going to leave this. And it opens, and it formed a crater in my foot. And then, this is so so disgusting, but, you know, spooky, scary skeletons. And then (laughs) the skin around it started to turn purple. I was cleaning this, too, with, like, soap and water and stuff and putting Band-Aids on it. Um, And now it's, like, all bumpy and raised around the edges. And I'm like, what does this mean? Um, And it hurts, and it itches at the same time. And I don't know what any of this means. So I called the doctor, and I was like... I, I told them all of this today during between school and um work and they were like, Yeah, we need to see you right now and I'm like, I can't see you right now. I have to go to work <laughs> and they're like, Well when is your shift over? And I'm like, six thirty And they're like, Oh, well that's not gonna work. So at eight fifty in the morning, tomorrow morning, which is gonna be Wednesday morning for y'all, I have to go get my fucking foot looked at. Pray for me y'all. I'm just tired, y'all. I think <laughs> I think that I'm just tired. I'm trying to do too much at once, and my sculpture class is killing me, and my math class is a fucking roller coaster in the dark, and, like, I'm having a time, and I think I seriously, like, and then people are texting me, like, can you do this for me? And I'm like, I guess, um, because money, but I think I seriously overestimated my abilities to balance my life which also makes me depressed because I'm like, but Jesse, you gotta balance your life, and so I'm I'm just depressed by my depression, I guess. Um, but let me tell you a funnier story of better. T- it's not better. It's actually terrible. I'm gonna fight. I'm gonna physically fist fight this man. So there's this gas station across from my job, and I go there because I got a ten minute break, which is a whole other story of things that are illegal. But I have a ten minute <laughs> break, and um, I power walk. I'm gonna lose so much weight um but I power walk to the other side of the fucking parking lot to go get some food and um mostly I just go to get like caffeine because I'm dying midway through my shift and this man the first time this happened to me it was the other day when I talked about it where the man wouldn't let go of the receipt but he was handing it to me it was like a weird power play Right. Uh, I don't know if you told me this story. That's weird. Uh, okay. So the so I was coming home from going to the library with my friend where we study. That's another thing. I don't. I have to work weekends now too. So like I don't have time to go to the library and study. But I really do need to go to the library to study because I'm dumb and bad at math. Um, but I was coming home from that. And I went to go get a diet coke, and I went to pull the receipt, and he was holding it, and he wouldn't let it go, and he looked at me, and he was laughing a little bit, and I was like, sir release so i finally took it and i had to kind of like pull i thought it was gonna rip right so um that gas station also happens to be by where i work now and so i walk over there and he does it every single time except for the other day i had like a six and a half hour shift it might have been seven hours because they asked me to come in early and i did like a fool and 
Um, he tried to play that fucking game of chicken where he, like, holds out the receipt but squeezes it tight in his hand, and I just ripped it from him. I was like, thank you, very aggressively, the most aggressive thank you I've ever had, and just ripped it out of his hands and shoved it into my stupid apron and power walked out of there because I was just like, I'm done with it. And he did it again today, and I'm like, sir, I will physically fight you like whatever power play you've got going on i don't have time for it you see that store over there the one that smells like toxic waste and asshole and like has a million screaming things coming out of it i work there sir and i have very little patience very little patience and it's just it's it's just like i don't there's gonna be a day when i finally am arrested for an altercation with this man it won't happen i'll just very sadly walk back to work and be like i hate that man can you just like um, i don't know i feel like i want to know what his reaction would be if you if he offers any kind of resistance and you just let it go and walk out of his life <laughs> like do you really do you need the receipt really really badly or can you just like i do because <laughs> i do need the receipt for oh, counting reasons um that i really need the receipt and so yeah, yeah and i'm just like i I'm gonna physically fight you, sir. Um, but yeah, Ocean Man, take me by the hand, take me to the land. So this is uh, an employee? Yeah, it's a dude who case. works at the gas station. It's the, like, it's the one dude that works at this gas station, cause I've been there at all hours, by the way, and he's always there. It's, it's just like that the one man. Or yeah, I guess. It's the owner of this gas station. And I will go crazy routes to avoid this gas station, but like, at work, it's literally the only place nearby, and when I need caffeine, I need it now. Um. I started avoiding a gas station once because, um, the clerk was like, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, how does he recognize me? And he was, I was like, shit, my tattoos. And so I just like stopped going to that gas station. I he had, was super nice. I'm just awkward. There's this one by my house um, that I think closed down. <laughs> With a man every single fucking time I went there hit on me. And I'm like, please, sir, I just want gas. And like, and like the thing was, as I also was getting um, like water. Like I was going to the gym. So I'm in my gym clothes. And he's just being really creepy, and he's like, are you part of the Air Force? And I'm like, please, no. Do I look Air Force to you? Do I look like Carol Danvers to you? Like, bitch, please, I just want to buy my water and leave. Leave this place. Um, And that gas pump always had issues, too, which is probably why it closed down. Um, but yeah, no, fucking, I hate, I have aversions to gas stations, and yet, now, it's all part of this spiraling out of control that my life is doing that I don't really appreciate, and, yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate it, um, <laughs> that's like the best statement I've ever heard, I don't heard. like it, I don't, I don't very much care for it, not a um, fan, not a fan, <laughs> not a fan, and then the other day, my friend was just like, talking to me about dating and i was like oh i don't date right now and they're like oh yeah you're too high and mighty for it i'm like what do i have to offer people my (laughs) halloween store salary or my um you gotta take care of yourself before you can take care of yeah like i have like really bad mental illness issues and right now they're really fucking acting up and i'm like no one can go to this shit show with me i will invite no one to the shit show Okay, like it, it ain't coming with me. 
Um, I barely invite my friends to the shit show. Why would I invite some human being that I'm supposed to be intimate with? How am I to look her in the eyes and say, this is me, babe? I can't. Um, and, and then I like, I was driving home. I'm like, wow, I really am a loser. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I, I think, I think I'm just having a really hard time too dealing with the fact that I'm not dealing with this well, if that makes any sense. Like the fact that I'm not coping well makes me feel like maybe I'll never be able to cope well and maybe I'll never have nice things because I don't cope well. It's a very spiraling, terrible thing. Um, which here is my last piece of salt that I will, is more like a reminder to take care of yourself because seasonal affect disorder is coming. That's right. Sad. The time of the year. It's time. It's time for sad, um, which is a real thing. So make sure you're getting your vitamin D, um, laying under your sun lamps. I know that I had one in my, uh, in my dorm in Seattle because that was a serious problem. It was actually something that somebody recommended when I was like moving there. Um, like one of the staff people was like, you should probably get one of these lamps. Uh, but take care of yourselves. Drink water. I was about to say something like, hey, if you live in Utah, you know, the air gets really bad in the wintertime, so watch out. And I'm like, fuck that. The air's really bad now. Yeah. Never mind. Just don't, don't do anything. Don't go outside. Don't go out. Stay inside. Um, yeah. Like, I, I just want to remind people that if you're like, why am I so upset? It's getting darker sooner. It's not getting any colder here. Fuck the sun right now actually don't fuck this on i know we need it to live but also this global warming ass fucking weather is killing me yeah um I'm i like not- it's like it's the first day of fall i'm like why does it feel like the first day of summer then tell me yeah to why is it's my in california I, I got at me. it's 54 degrees outside right now uh yeah. i got yeah, sweating right in my car I actually have four seasons Bruh, we used to have seasons in NorCal. Like, we only had three because we don't really ever got get, um, like, true, true winter. Basically, what would happen yeah. is that we would have um, spring, summer, and fall temperatures. Yeah. But, um... You get now- that one day, you get to wear your, like, cool, your cool jacket. But it's, like, one day, like, oh, cool jacket day, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I just... But, like, I... This is ridiculous. And everything around me is burned... And I'm just like, this Same. is this is hell. Every and like, and I just I'm just sad because of it. But I also wanted because I was sad. I was driving today, and I was like, I should remind people that if they get sad, it's probably because of seasonal affect disorder, and they should watch out. Um, it can it can hit anyone at any time. So just remember, stay strong. Remember to drink water. You might need some vitamin D supplements. Take care of yourselves. Not in California, you won't, because yeah. we're just laying in the sun, slowly baking until we die. Pretty much. Yeah, Wednesday's yeah. 95, Thursday's 97, Friday's 91. Hi, fall. It's gonna be 87 for me on Saturday, which I'm not super psyched about, because I have my 5K that day. But Oh, that is awful. Please live. It'll be in the evening, so hopefully it'll have cooled down a little bit. Hey, on but... Thursday, when I tomorrow, it'll be 97. And then on Thursday when I go into work, it'll be 96. Yeah. I would like to tell the world that I have beef. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, tell, tell your boyfriend if he's got beef. I also have beef because I'm not a vegetarian and I am scared of him. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, that's my fucking salt. But also take care of yourselves, lovelies. Cool, cool. Well, we got moving- some imported salt. Yeah, we, we do. Quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, so moving on to imported salt. got the first from lord of the likes at night underscore twitten and this is what should, should, should i explain from... this one because i was yeah go ahead Reddit. <laughs> yeah um, yeah go ahead so he shared a tweet from this at josh butler and the tweet says um i don't know what i expected from a scott morrison government but tweeting a video soundtracked by a fat man scoop song containing the lyrics who fucking tonight in his first month definitely wasn't on the list of possibilities and oh then, yeah i remember um, when that happened and then Night Twitten added, uh, this is my salt for this week. What the fuck is happening? That is all. <laughs> I, I really struggled with how I was going to format this in our imported salt. <laughs> okay. That was the best <laughs> I could come up with. <laughs> right on. Well, we'll just leave <laughs> that in. It's an Australian I don't government thing. I have no idea. What yeah, I was going to say, I figure, I know Australia's been pissing everyone off that lives in Australia. I know that Australia's been pissing everyone off who lives in Australia. Yeah, it's like even the dingoes favorite. are like, what the fuck? The, the dingoes are like, what the fuck? God, we're yeah. going to get all of We know so many people in Australia, Jake. Group of Australians. Yeah, they're going to row over here in a boat and they're going to kill us. <laughs> Don't you know that Australia is entirely peopled by criminals? <laughs> now oh, did, no speaking murdered. of australia this is a weird ass tangent but did you see that post was going around that the flat earthers don't believe australia exists <laughs> it's just like how do you believe this they're like yeah if you've ever think you've gone it's like a government conspiracy they're like <laughs> so, they're an like, asshole in the year of our lord 2018 who has more access to more information than ever before <laughs> like, the earth is flat meanwhile like the ancient Egyptians this are like, doesn't I can exist. calculate the whole circumference of the earth with the, the yeah. sound from this obelisk. Isn't that cool? <laughs> I'm just like, this article had me like losing my mind. Oh my like it was God. like, yeah, like I'm the British are covering up all that joke wholesale from Tumblr, but it's still relevant. <laughs> yeah. No, like they legit were like, um, it's like the British covering up the, the massive like murders of like criminals that they would just dump. Oh my god! In the middle of the ocean no. to die. They, so, they, <laughs> wait, so they think that all the people that England like sent to Australia, they were actually just thrown into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. murdered. And then and like all the, the Australians best. that are like, but I live in Australia and it's real are just like government shows. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and then I was dying because it, 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 it involves night twitten. Um, Dave, who's, they're on the podcast, Monster Dare Monster. Dave was just like straight up like, I've been podcasting with an AI this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So I'm just like, I'm like, oh my, I can't believe. And Shaq's a flat earther. I'm like, Shaq, you're tall enough to see how round. <laughs> <this is." laughs> My dude, come on, Shaq. God, this. Remember earlier when I was talking about how much this stuff like this that keeps me awake in at night, but in a yeah. good way, not in a bad way. But like when Jake says shit, like Shaq, you're tall enough to see the other side of the earth. I fucking, I will be laying in bed tonight, and when I get real sad, I'll be like, Hey, remember when Jake earlier this evening said? <laughs> Yeah, Shaq's tall enough to see the curve of the yeah round Earth. Like, yeah, come on, Shaq. 
Uh, anyway, so sorry about that tangent, but I'm just like, that just reminded me, Australia is really mad at Australia right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I'll cover mys. Um, so next is from my Sinclair at my underscore Sinclair. Um, salt for sugar. Um, <laughs> Jake showed me how to mute voice chat in GTA. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I like, I didn't understand how to do it either because it didn't say hold down the button. But yeah, you hold down the button. There's a thing that you don't have to listen to 13 year olds calling you the f word and <laughs> and all kinds of other ridiculous yeah. stuff. Like, I I wish I would I'm able to record it, but the my first introduction was these guys killing each other and like legit one calling the other and like, man, you KKK, look at your avatar. He's a KKK. And they were like legit going after this guy. Cause he was like, I don't know. His character was dressed like a redneck. It was the weirdest thing ever. And I'm like, what did I just walk in on? How you fool. You walked into GTA. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But now that I muted it, it's, it's a more fun experience. Um, and yeah, so, cause I guess my was just like muting her TV, but yeah, so you can mute it. Um, and then, so I guess the salt is the anniversary event this year in Final Fantasy 14 was lame. I have done all of them starting with the second year anniversary and this year being year five, I expected something cool. At first it required waiting around for a fate to spawn. At least towards the end, it was always available and instant queue, but then it turns out to just be a lame fate. Uh, among the worst I have seen in the game and the reward you get, you can get two earrings, not even a cute outfit after the previous event of a lame, bad platforming jumping puzzle for the summer festival. This was just a giant disappointment. At least the summer festival uh, gave a cute bathing suit and Ray-Bans. Part of me says, um, what am I complaining about? But then I think, I pay $15 a month. Yeah, I can expect better when they have a history of fun anniversary events. I'm really salty. I thought the anniversary event was cool. <laughs> but I also have never played an anniversary event before, so I have no frame of reference. I think I just yeah. thought it was kind of neat because it was like, check out this thing that's kind of a replication of what of the kind of bullshit that 1.0 players dealt with when that game was like when because because the plot of 1.0 towards the end was literally that the world was ending like the moon kept getting closer in the sky until you could see all the like artificial bits <laughs> and this this creepy version of uh the song answers was playing in the background with fun it was like like someone singing answers out into the void while thunder strikes all around it and like it was and so they had that song playing with dalamud like big bright red in the sky and all these like mobs spawning and so i thought it was kind of neat I, maybe I'm easy to impress. The prizes were incredibly lame. I will agree with you on that. Just earrings. <laughs> thanks. An avocado. An avocado. <laughs> I don't really wear earrings because I main aura and they look weird hanging off of the non-existent ears that she has. But um, <laughs> she just has horns there. And so they look kind of weird. But I just kind of like glamour them away. Um, but and also... Uh, the platform i never conquered ninja warrior tower ex as people were calling it but i had a great time trying so sasuke tower no kugane is the one like oh like, i was saying like the ninja warrior oh, sasuke no it was if if you did the um required party event you got the 
title A or is he a ninja warrior? So people were calling the um, extra one at the back of the tower that was super duper hard for no reason. They were calling it Ninja Tower EX because it's like the extreme <laughs> version. Yeah. Um, I think so, somebody extreme. called it Kugane Savage because Kugane is like a really shitty jumping puzzle that's in the game from Stormblood. But um, so people were calling it like Kugane Savage, but. I, I, it was just a bunch of people slowly losing their minds trying to climb this tower. So, I mean, again, doing, doing dumb shit with other players. I had a fun time. And this bathing suit's really cute. So, I, I dyed mine green. It looks very nice. (laughs) Our last piece of salt is from Adrian Alvarez at Rainer1337. I don't know why I didn't say 1337. Whatever. I'm a fool. No salt. Uh, I, sorry. <laughs> oh shit! You right? It's leak. Um, well, fuck. Uh, no salt this week. Just been finishing and um finishing installing my games to Skynet, which takes a long time when you have rural high speed internet. Also, Spider Man news. I just want to say Yuri Lowenth- Lo- Lowenthal. Lowenthal, yeah. Yeah, is a great Peter Parker Spider-Man, but every now and then from videos I watch, I get hints that Yosuke um, showing up, hints of Yosuke showing up similar to how Chloe shows up when Alloy talks in Horizon Zero Dawn. You know what? We just talked about this um, with uh, with the new clip. Yeah, Yeah. with the new clip from um, Death Stranding, which, by the way, I kind of want to draw fan art from because I really like that stupid gold mask. Jake was like, it's... It's Ocelot. It's just Ocelot's voice. I was like, no, that's Reese. It's Reese from Borderlands. And then I'm like, Troy Baker has five voices. (laughs) You know what's interesting? Look him up, though, because he does a shit ton of voices for Marvel the Animated Series. He did the the Joker in one of the Batman games. Yeah. He definitely has more than five voices, but many of them sound the same. (laughs) Yeah. It's so yeah. bizarre, because I opened up this thing, I'm like, why are you in every Marvel animated series ever fucking made? I think, it was, I think it was him that made the joke. He's like, if you want to get into voice acting, do this, that, and the other thing, and then wait around for me and Nolan North to die. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Those, those two are the kings of voice acting right now. Yeah, there was a I, moment in Tales from the Borderlands where, because he plays one of the main characters, and then Nolan North is like a... Like a um, a side character, <laughs> and they were in the same room talking to each other, and I'm like, I... <laughs> the powerful voice actor, like, power duo Aura. Oh, they also yeah. had Laura Bailey as the, one of the other main characters, so I'm just like, oh man, voice actor power trio right here. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know, I'm, uh, the side note, I'm really, the more I see for Death Stranding, I thought I would be less impressed, but this recent one, Looks like um like a cutscene right before a boss fight, and I'm pretty yeah. fucking Dark excited. Carl. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like, look at this mask. I love it. Look at the woo. Look at this southern accent for some reason. And then <laughs> I'm telling you, my first thought was just like, hey, Mr. Kojima, what voice do you want me to do? And he's just sweating like Ocelot, please. Like, Ocelot. <laughs> Because it sounds just like his voice in in Metal Gear Five, like he's all, 
Oh, you're pretty it's, good. Yeah, it's also <laughs> a lot crossed with Reese for sure. It's just it's, yeah. uh, it's it's it was a time, and I still don't know what this game is about. Um, yeah. And then speaking of games that nobody knows what they're about, last thing, lots of Kingdom Hearts three stuff happening, and everybody is freaking out about it. Twenty bucks says Aqua is the final boss. Twenty bucks Norta Aqua Norted Aqua is the final boss. God damn. Also, I bet twenty bucks Norted Aqua is the final boss. I also forgot to mention that. That Akechi from Persona 5 is still a little shit and nobody likes him. Damn right. Um, I also want to say that my friend and I were recently just talking about how um, there was this meme about how all the people who didn't play the in-between games who only played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are going to be really confused when playing Kingdom Hearts 3. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. And yeah. everybody keeps telling me, you can buy the combo packs. I'm like, yeah. I could buy the combo. You know packs. what I can't buy? Time. Time. Yeah. yeah. I like I like people who fucking get like like all 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 about it and I'm just like, no, no, I don't have time to sit there and listen to you. Mickey, it's Riku, they put bugs in him. What? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> these games aren't some masterpiece, like oh. calm down. I I I will say though, I did see one that had a really hilarious picture attached to it of all the, like, Organization 13 members, like, side-eyeing the camera, and they're all holding, like, red Solo cups. Yeah, so it's, like, it's, that, it's from that meme. Like, yeah, yeah. so I just, I didn't, I was like, I don't like this tweet, but I'm gonna save this picture and send it to my friends. It's so <laughs> fucking funny. But I, I definitely, um, oh wait, have I talked to y'all about my very important Organization 13 Mickey cosplay that I'm working on? No, <laughs> What? <laughs> I have to work on my Mickey Mouse voice though, because right now all I got is what? Um, <laughs> uh, but we sell knockoff Organization Thirteen jackets at my job. And There's I a really... pattern for a knockoff Organization Bruh, It's so cheap, though. I know, though. I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's like it's it's a million years too late, but they released a simplicity sewing pattern that is literally just for an Organization Thirteen coat. And the funniest thing is, like, I'm like, I could just fucking tweak this a little bit, and then I just need to get the Mickey Mouse gloves. And instead of wearing like a whole Mickey Mouse head, I want to do like ears. Yeah, the ears and a black wig, you know. And I have like this whole idea, and I think it'll be a really fun cosplay for me. Yeah, to be like the laziest cosplay, but also, you know, honestly, I bet that costume would be really popular. I think I you just, do great. Like, I, I'm really excited. I'm like, I have this whole thing planned, and my friend's like, you're ridiculous. And I'm like, I'm gonna be your king, bitch! <laughs> Bow down before the king! <laughs> um, But I have to work on my Mickey Mouse voice. So, uh, that's what I'm gonna be doing. Um, Besides just, what? Um, but I recently just thought about how um, we have this fun exchange where Kay and I try to explain the Kingdom Hearts games to Jake, and Jake and Kay yeah. try to explain the Metal Gear games to me. <laughs> yeah. Which one makes more sense, honestly? Hard, yeah, it's hard to tell. It's a hard... <laughs> yeah. I love that one um, ProZD video that he did, like, right after the first... Uh, well, not the first, but, like, the... After after a long period of silence, they released a new Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer, like, last year or earlier this year or whatever. And yeah. it was right after that, and he made this video. It's like, 
casual Kingdom Hearts fans versus serious ones. And so, like, the casual Kingdom Hearts fans are like, oh, Elsa's in this, that's cool. And then this other guy, but, played by him, busts in, and is like, Aqua got norded! And he's like, I don't know what that means. And the dude's, like, crying. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. <laughs> nord. And I'm like, I hate yeah, the word I just... norded, first of all. <laughs> There's that one post that was yeah. like, don't make fun of Kingdom Hearts fans for being excited, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, when people get possessed by Ansem, they get they get norted. Like, You're not making this easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all of us just, being, just I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, like, gonna ever dis, I, bitch, I will be, I will be there with my human dollars. I'm gonna buy it. Kingdom and I'm Hearts not gonna 3. give a single shit about Birth by Sleep while I'm doing it. Yeah, and I'm gonna be playing it, and I'm gonna be like, I feel very simple and clean, y'all. And crying. So you see pictures of me. I waited 84 years for Kingdom Hearts I bought a 3. PS3 for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. By the time I bought PS4. a PS3, it was already, like, quite old. And they still hadn't released Kingdom Hearts 3. But I remember wanting to get a PS3 for Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> Ah, and the last guardian. Whoops. <laughs> oh yeah, we're all doing so fucking well today. Yeah. Uh, I just posted this like video that um, video game donkey put out a couple days ago, where I honestly thought it was serious. I was like, maybe he's doing a serious video, like explaining it. it. And then up. it like just goes into like, and and then this this plot in. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Bubblegum Redux or something. Okay, no, this is this is messed up. This is not real. I'm, like making the ball. We will be the judge of that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, by the, and then by the end of it, he's all like, and then the final boss is Pumbaa from Lion. Okay, well, no, I'm like, no. True. I'm like, this can't be right. <laughs> this can't be right. But you're like, but it, it had to get really ridiculous before you're like, um, wait, yeah. no. I, I was probably like halfway through the video. Spread throughout, like. I bet, I bet, you, like, Jesse and I are going to watch this video and be like, no, that part's true. And you're going to be like, what? And get, you yeah, know what's so funny is when you show up to the Hercules level and Cloud's there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, okay. Because he starts off with, like, some, and you guys watch it, but. And then Clayton yeah, like, rides like, on oh. the back of a chameleon and shoots you with his <laughs> rifle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. God, fucking Kingdom Hearts is a fucking roller coaster. Oh. And on that note, we should probably leave because yeah. it's getting real late for Kay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, where can we find everybody on the internet? Kay, we'll start with you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade and on Facebook and Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. And Jesse, where can we find you? I was going to do an ASMR thing. No! <laughs> I forgot Kay hates that. Um... I, you can find me on Twitter as Filthy Wizard, and then you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, and Tumblr as Filthy Magic User. And you may say, Jesse, why don't you just switch everything to Filthy Magic User? No! It's a matter of I wanted to be Filthy Wizard, and everything was taken. And Jake, where can we find you? Hey, you can, you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Lionheart. I've got all my links there. Uh, but if you like 24-7 lo-fi raps to Astral Project 2, um, I have... <laughs> what a sales pitch! Yeah, I, I put out a, a new little mixtape, uh, 
called like Nerd Volume Three because I've already have two called Nerd. Um, that yeah, it's like a bunch of low. I like some lo-fi beats, and I wanted to rap over them. And uh, I don't think y'all have listened to it, but like the first one. It, the first song is uh, literally about playing Bloodborne with my lesbian friends. So, Aww, that's so, so uh, yeah, I had Dave say like your first song is very on brand. <laughs> so I'm like, thank you. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's just me rapping about over lo-fi beats. But um, yeah, you should check it out. That's at jakelionheart.bandcamp.com and um, and SoundCloud. If you look for Jake Lionheart, I have my little thingy there too. And um, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Podcast Salt. You can find us on Spotify, uh, Fireside.fm, iTunes. Um, if you enjoy our show and want to help donate and keep us going, you can go to... Uh, uh, Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash salt report and, uh, help with a donation. It keeps the, the lights going. So, uh, with that, we'll see everybody next week. Bye. So this is the introduction track. It's, it's pretty terrible because it's really fast and ends abruptly, but I think you'll enjoy it all the same. Hi, my name is Jake. It's a pleasure to meet your acquaintance. I'm a semi-professional rapper, but no, I'm not famous. Although Dr. Pepper did reply to a tweet of mine, and PewDiePie posted my reply in a video one time. But no, I'm not balling out control, but post Malone. Now living like a rock star, they all leave me alone. Left to my own devices, so I rock out at moderate levels. Meaning I use Friday nights to fight video game monsters and devils. Me and my lesbian friends play Bloodborne. Well, me and two, that's why they have lesbian friends. Well, quite a few. And they're all pretty badass Way tougher than any of the dudes No one can test their last bar They'll just reply with big mood I got the power of lesbians and anime on my side I pray to both right before I go out at night You're thinking why do any of them actually want to hang out with you The answer is I'm a semi-professional rapper that makes me kind of cool Or maybe they're just nice people to happen to find me funny Or they stick around because they actually are concerned for me I think it's the latter That's the end of this intro